0: Welcome back in. Live, back in action. Another beautiful Wednesday night live edition of the 3rd and 3 podcast coming for you. Me, Nikki, and D are back at it, baby. It's football. It's fun. We got laughs. We got pop culture. We got NBA playoffs. We got a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to introduce... Fearman's football family feud coming up in a few over here. Oh, I can't believe it. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, good. Wow. Plus, you guys are good. Nikki, I've been get, getting abused from you with knowledge with Nikki for two years now, and it's my turn. Okay. Oh my yeah.
1: goodness. The payback
0: <laughs> is coming. The payback is coming. Anyway, this how are you doing, Nikki? What's good?
1: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm good. I uh thank you for your prayers, D. I could taste my smoothie today, so I do appreciate okay. that. The taste and smell smells coming back. This cough is like lingering though. So I I feel for anybody out there who recently had COVID or had it in general, It's uh, these lingering effects are not fun, but getting much better than it was two weeks ago and a week ago.
0: Yeah, they are not fun. We are very happy that you are getting better. And that cough will subside eventually. And yeah, somebody got sick in my office, I'm not sure if he's got COVID or not. So now I'm wondering, like all of a sudden my throat is hurting when it's probably really not. It's like a mental thing. That's what happens when you get old, the old people stuff, you know, like, especially, you know, like when you're an old Jewish man, like, you know, you hurt your arm. It's like all of a sudden you have like kidney failure. So yeah, that's, like, <laughs> that's what's going on with me. But uh, you're enjoying your young life. How you doing,
2: bro? I'm doing good, man. Looking forward to another episode. Really excited about all those F words you said.
1: <laughs> <laughs> really excited. A lot of them were four game. letters. <laughs>
2: Oh man, I can't uh, wait for
0: it, man! Not a great win I should have a little another F word in there, but too much alliteration going on over here. I've, you know, I can't handle it. I can't handle it. I was going to try to sing a song tonight, but then I realized I can't sing, so that's out. You know, so I can't <laughs> yeah. it. So I am here with my crew, as always. I'm Jason Fearman, and this contagiously fun-filled sports show is proudly presented by the Sports Column. Shout out to our man Frankie Fear holding it down over there. We are proudly also brought to you by Reebok, Beardrop, and Meatworks. You're going to hear about all that good stuff going on and all the great discounts you can get just by going to thirdandthreepodcast.com. That's all you got to do. All right, it's time to roll, guys. Let's get the stuff happening. We got neighborhood news, which is kind of short, not a whole lot of news going on, but probably something that Nikki isn't happy about is her former best cornerback now is going to the rival Philadelphia Eagles, Nikki, James Bradbury. Doesn't that suck? Damn. Damn.
1: Yes. Yes, it does suck. And What's up with that? every player who leaves the Giants goes on to have like a phenomenal year. I expect nothing less. So, yeah, I'm that's sure probably. Have a great year over there, about 90 minutes away. So, of course, <laughs>
2: so,
1: could have went right. anywhere.
0: You know, it's, it's for It is. It may, Philly is definitely going all in, D. There's no question about it. You know, I mean, it's not like, again, this is like blockbuster or anything like that, but Bradbury's a good corner. They need help over there. It's a one year deal. They're giving it a shot. you are going to see what happens.
2: Yeah. I love to move high risk or high reward, low risk in this one. Mm. Where you see given a one year deal, you're like, okay, let's see what he has. And like Nikki said, with her luck, it's going to be an amazing year. He's going to have like yeah. 10 picks. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Wolves, Wolves, and the Giants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah, but you're pretty happy, bro. You got Jarvis Landry to freaking even out, smooth out, bulk up, whatever. New Orleans got a real deal wide receiver core right now with Jameis Winston. Got these toys and the way he looked last year. We talked about their defense, and I was kind of making fun of you a little bit when you were ready to give that secondary a name, which we'll see. Maybe we'll get maybe we'll get a name for him. But overall, man, I'll come
2: over one eventually. Yeah,
0: uh, but. You got to come up with it. It's got to be your baby. I'll, I'll throw a little <laughs> suggestion, Jazzy, but we'll see. But yeah, man, Landry is one of he's one of the guys that I love. Like he's one of those, you know, every down sort of guy. He'll do everything. He'll block. He'll take an end around. He'll throw the ball. He'll get you that quick seven yard slant. That's a guy that any team can use, man.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like you love having that type of guy because, He's a guy who can get open no matter what's going on. If the play is off schedule, you know, often office, office alignment gets blown up. James, James Winston has to go outside the pocket. Jarvis Landry is perfect for those situations. He's perfect okay. for quick hits. He knows how to do everything on the field and have that veteran with now our young guy, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas back. Marquez Calloway, I think, is better suited as number two, number three guy. Now he's number four like this is receiver core, we still got Trey Kwan. Like it's, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy, especially compared to last year when it was like, who are our receivers? I don't know any yeah, of these guys. Right. So, right. so it's definitely a big turnaround. I love it.
0: Yeah. Now you know them all. Now, you know, all your, all these receivers, right? Nikki? Plus you got Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Damien's got to be just freaking out right now with, he's got to be giddy <laughs> as hell happy. Like, yo, I got a chance. We own the bucks. It's going down. Aaron Rodgers got nobody to throw the ball to. There's no way that the Rams are going to repeat. It's like, he must be thinking Super Bowl, this guy, over here, man. I'm not, not going to put words in his mouth.
1: And he's not going to pick against <laughs> them all year except
0: one time. Like, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Well, good for you. Unfortunate for Nikki over here. And as for me, Debo is still trying to figure it out. I'm still hearing that he doesn't want to be there. But they're nowhere near getting a deal done. So, look, if, if he's going to be a niner, hopefully he gives it his all. That's all I got to say. There are other free agents out there like OBJ. You know, a lot of teams can use him. But we're not going to go through the free agent list again. Most of them are getting picked up now. And, you know, when they do come about, we shall see. But the Saints have been, again, very active. Another team going all in for it, man. No doubt. All right. We talked about this Fearman football family feud thing over here. I want to get it going, man. I don't want to waste any time with this thing. And it is brought to you by Meatworks. The real deal, baby. And if you're a meat lover and that love that custom meat butcher style, Ribs, steak, burgers, and all that good stuff. Then I got good news for you. All you have to do is go to Third and Three Podcasts and click on the Meatworks link and choose from one of the curated boxes or create one of your own. Whatever you want delivered to your house and shipping is free. So save yourself the time, effort, and money. Go to Meatworks, get that sweet beef that you love by using Third and Three's discount. That's all you got to do. Go to Third and Three Podcast.com, click on the Meatworks. Create your box. Whatever we want. That butcher-style meat coming to your home. You ain't got to go anywhere. Shipping is free. Fantastic. Go to thirdandthreepodcast.com. All you got to do, let us hook you up for free. It's that easy. Simple. All right. Like I said, we're introducing a new segment over here, and I don't know how long it's going to last, and it can go into all different directions. Right now, it's called Fearman's Football Fantasy Feud, or Family Feud, or any freaking F word you want to put in there. But... We're going to get it going, and we're going to see how it works out, man. So you know, let's crank up a little bit of that music, that old school family feud. I feel like
2: we need
1: to
0: see
1: Harvey here or something.
0: I know, right? He should be introducing this right now because that's how popular it's going to be. You know, oh, it may okay. not be football forever, but, uh, you know, at least right now it is football. And we could branch out to a whole bunch of stuff over here. But here's the way it's going down, folks. All right. So. Family Feud, you know they poll 100 people. I don't know if they really do or not, but I fake poll 100 people. So you're going to get either 40 points if you get the number one answer, 30 for second, 15 for third, 10 and five. If your answer is not on the list, you get a big fat zero or an X or whatever the hell they do on that bad boy. So I'm going to ask a question like, for example, I will say name me a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Whatever quarterback pops into your mind first, that's who you tell me. If that name is on the list, which it probably will be, because it will be the most popular names. I'm not choosing random things over here. And again, the players or teams that have done the most or worst in whatever situation it may be. So, if I say name me a Super Bowl winning quarterback, and you know, uh, Nicky throws at Eli Manning. She may not get a whole lot of points, but of if she says she Un-ringed. would,
1: because you rigged it. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, you probably did rig it. You're probably, like, oh, she said Eli Manning or any giant, is going to be like 10 points. Well, but, yeah, you know, yep, this, yep. Is well, crazy. this is sixty. This is crap. <laughs>
0: It all depends. It depends what we're talking about, but that will be an example. That's the way. So that's how it goes. You know, doing so
1: work together Are me and D the family? Oh, you no, you're
0: against against you. going against each other. You're going against each other. But so no, you
1: both have other people with me for this. Nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> all by yourself. You can handle it. Trust me. You can handle this. I know you can, and you'll probably yes. win because you win everything. And it drives us crazy, but you win everything. <laughs> Basketball, tournament, whatever it is, you always win. So whoever goes first, the other person, is going to have to lower that volume a little bit because you can't be hearing what's going on. All right. So if D goes first, Vicky, mm-hmm. you got to lower that volume because you can't hear the questions. All right. So I can't hear
1: the yep. question. Yep. Yep. Oh, this is too.
0: Not like trivia questions. I worked
1: all day. This is it's a- not trivia.
0: It's not trivia. It's <laughs> fast thinking. It's just rapid oh, fast thinking. You love rapid fire. Wait, I know. Why you. can't
1: I hear the question? We can't have one second to think.
0: Of course, you could think about the question. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll have it. You can't sit around and be like, I don't ever want to be on Jeopardy. No, the way I do with knowledge, <laughs> like, no, you can't just sit around for 45 minutes fiddling your thumbs the way that I do. No, you got to come up with it pretty quick. You know, you can't just sit you around. You get right.
1: scrap paper. You make calculations. Stop. Okay. <laughs>
0: hard stuff. It's hard stuff. I feel like I'm getting into freaking college with you over here. So anyway, we're going to give it a shot. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. Nikki, lower that volume a little bit. And when I give you the hat wave, that means come back in. Okay? It's not going to take long. It'll be like a minute. So, you know, just grab a drink, do what you got to do, hit the bathroom, whatever's going on. Let me know when you're at a volume and you're out. Good. Perfect. D, you ready? Yes, sir. Okay. Here we go. Let me, let me get my little scoreboard down. Make sure I write your answers in. D and Nikki. Okay, number one. Ready, here we go. Name a team who hasn't been to the playoffs in the last four years.
2: New York Jets.
0: All right. Name a team that has been to the playoffs at least the last three consecutive seasons.
2: Kansas City Chiefs.
0: Name an NFL team that has a winning record in the last five seasons, consecutive seasons.
2: Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs)
0: Fair enough. (laughs) NFL quarterback with at least 60,000 career passing yards.
2: Current or pass. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, Drew Brees. All
0: right. Uh, Name a player with at least 140 career sacks. Uh, Michael Strahan. All right. Name a player to rush for 1,000 yards in the 2021 season. Derek Henry. All right. Name a player that caught at least 100 passes in 2021. Passes. uh, Tyreek Hill. All right. Uh, Name a quarterback that threw at least 13
2: interceptions in 2021. Not that many quarterbacks throwing many interceptions. Uh, You'd be surprised. Um oh Matthew Stafford. That's a good one right
0: there. All right, we got two more. Name a player who ran for a total of over one hundred yards in the twenty twenty one postseason.
2: I'm gonna go with Joe Mixon.
0: Not bad. All right, one more. Name a player who has recorded at least 20 sacks in a single season. T.J. Watt. Bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. come back on in. <laughs> Waving the flag. Come back in. All right. Not bad. D. Did a pretty good job. We'll tally up the scores in a bit over here, but you can actually listen in to what Nikki's answers are going to be because oh, you man. had already done it. <laughs> yeah. What's up, <laughs> What's up, Nathan? We love you. How you doing, bro? All right. So I got to tell you, D did pretty good over here, but there's definitely room to win. I will tell you that. There is room to win, Nikki. All right. Yeah. So when you're ready,
1: so, we'll go with question one. What if I don't know the answer? What do you do? Just, what do you say? It's
0: not, again, it's not an answer. There are multiple answers. So it's whichever one you give.
1: Yeah, I know. Can, I'm saying if I can't think of somebody. What do you do? You we'll said?
0: pass and we'll come back I'll
1: to pass. it. pass. Pass. Okay. We'll
0: pass and we'll come back to it. All right. Got it. So tell me when you're ready.
1: Um, uh, sure, go ahead.
0: All right, here we go. Name a team who has not been to the playoffs in the past four seasons.
1: Uh, Detroit.
0: Name a team that has been to the playoffs in the last three consecutive seasons.
1: Tampa Bay? Is this Name right? What th- do I know if it's right?
0: I'll tell you after. Name My an team. NFL Name an NFL team that has had a winning record in the last five consecutive seasons.
1: Uh, The Saints.
0: He probably loves that. Name an NFL (laughs) quarterback with at least 60,000 career passing yards. Anybody who played, retired, they could be playing anybody.
1: Tom Brady.
0: All right. Name a player with at least 140 career sacks.
1: Pass.
0: Pass. You right, You can get this. I know you think you can't, but you can. Name a player that ran for a hundred. I'm sorry. Name a player that ran for a thousand yards in 2021.
1: Dalvin Cook.
0: All right. Name a player that caught at least 100 passes in 2021.
1: I don't know. Pass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Name a quarterback that threw th- at least thirteen interceptions last season.
1: Um. Hmm, who threw at least thirteen interceptions? Who had like a really bad year? Um. I, I don't know. Carson Wentz. No, I think it was twelve or eleven. You want to go again? No, I hate this game.
0: Oh my god, she game. Once she finds out how easy it is, all right, name a player for who ran for a total of 100 yards, at least 100 yards in the playoffs last year overall. Um,
1: oh my god, who was in the playoffs last year?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, Rams I don't remember the Rams uh- and the Oh, Bengals yeah, played the yeah, Super stopped. Bowl, Miners, uh, Cowboys, Packers.
1: Fuck the Cowboys. How dare you? Bounce in the first round.
0: Play oh, us, we have no problem doing that.
1: I don't know. Derek Henry, was Derek Henry. Play? did he play? Or was he hurt? I can't remember. I don't He know. played. Sure.
0: Okay. Sure, Henry. I'll <laughs> tell you about Henry, too. All right, last one. Name a player who has recorded at least 20 sacks in a single season. Pass. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, this is going to be some of your uh, fan teammates over there are going to be pretty pissed off at you on that one. We can go back to naming, name name an NFL player who has at least 140 career sacks. You want to give that one a shot? No. All right. And we can give a shot to name a player that caught at least 100 passes in 2021.
1: No, I don't know.
0: Okay, well, D definitely beat you. There's no doubt. I don't even I'm to...
1: sure because I'm not good at these games. Like All right.
0: Listen to how this went. First of all, we'll go over D's answer. You you started out nice because your first answer was perfect. Detroit and Jets are the top two answers on the board. The Jets are mm-hmm. actually number one, Detroit is number two for name a team who has not been to the playoffs in the last four years. So you guys have nailed that one. That was perfect. Then we went to name a team that has been to the playoffs. For the last three seasons consecutive, there were four of them. The Chiefs, Packers, Bills, and Titans. D, you said the Chiefs. You went with the Bucs, close, but that year before Brady, they didn't make it there. Name an NFL team that has had a winning record in the last five seasons. D, you went with the Chiefs again. Number one answer, Saints are the number three answer, Nikki. so you were right in there. So you weren't doing bad at all. Then it was name a quarterback with at least 60,000 passing yards, Breeze was the number two answer, and Brady was the number one answer. So, Nikki, you keep, like, kicking yourself, and you're doing pretty well over here up until you decide not to answer questions. Like, mm-hmm. name a player with 140 career sacks. You could have gone with Reggie White, Bruce Smith. I yes, mean-
1: but you understand, like, I don't think that fast. I really mm-hmm. don't. Like, it's why I'm a terrible test taker because, like, I need yeah. time. I don't think that
0: fast. I, Knowledge with Nikki, this is why I got to sit around for a minute and do this stuff. But <laughs> – Graham was on the list. He's only five points. He's one of the lower ones. Um, you had Bruce Smith, like I said, Reggie White, Julius Peppers, mm-hmm. Kevin Green, uh, players like that. Name played a run for a, th- a thousand yards last year. I don't know why nobody said Jonathan Taylor, but yeah, when the heat don't is don't on think a little it, bit. Right?
1: You don't when, think of it that quick.
2: Well, see, that's the point of these things. The heat's yeah, on a little it, bit. It makes you think quick because the I, on. Said, I definitely shouldn't have said Derrick Henry.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, Derek, yeah, because he was hurt, uh, he wasn't in that one. He wasn't in that one. And Dalvin Cook, uh, he is, Nikki. so you do get 10 points for that one. So not terrible at all. <laughs> Name a player that caught at least 100 passes, Tyreek Hill. That's 30 points for you, D. Nikki. you could have gone with Cooper Cup. I thought that one would have came up. Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, Mark Andrews, Deontay Johnson, believe it or not, Keenan Allen, Jalen Waddle, um, Hunter Renfro, Stefan Diggs. Uh, then there was the next one, name a quarterback that threw for 13 interceptions. It was a lot. Stafford was the number one answer, D. You got that. He threw the most interceptions, followed by Trevor Lawrence, Taylor Heineke, Josh Allen, uh, Herbert, Tannehill, Carr, Burrow, Mayfield, Mahomes, Darnold, Lamar, Matt Jones. They all had 13-plus interceptions. Uh-huh. Both. Yep. More than you it's, think.
2: Yeah, it was definitely more than that, though, for sure. Yeah. more than you think.
0: Um, name a player who ran for over 100 total yards in the postseason. D, I think you said – did you say Henry on that one?
1: Or Mixon. Mixon. You said
0: Mixon. Yep, Mixon was number one, so you nailed it right there. Uh, Nicky, you did go Henry with that one, but he did not make the list. There was uh, Cam Akers, Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, Debo even, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Devin Singletary. And the last question, name a player who has recorded at least 20 sacks in a single season – TJ Watt just got 22 and a half last year. His name didn't come up or did it?
2: Oh, D. I did. That's what I said. Exactly. I said you nailed it,
0: bro. Nailed it. <laughs> Nikki, I thought you would have uh, hit up uh, one of the Watt brothers for, for sure over there. No, I didn't right. even I
1: didn't even think I of that. I like, say I Michael just,
0: Strahan. That's the one I'm talking about. How could she yeah. forget Michael Strahan? Because
1: I'm telling you, I don't like I just don't think that quick like when I'm on the spot. Like, name this player that it's just like, I don't know, I need to think about it for a minute. All right. All right. It doesn't come quick. That's why when I take a test, it takes me forever. No, guess myself. Yeah, it's like a whole process.
2: You know what helps with quick thinking skills? What? Movies.
1: Movie. No, it doesn't. I'm like If you watched
2: the movies, you would have the quick thinking skills. That is great.
1: Okay. <laughs> the wit comes with the movies.
2: Oh,
0: I love
1: it. I'm love happy it. to see that. It looks like Saquon is, is healthy. Thank you, Nathan. I appreciate that. I hope he's going to have a good season.
2: Yep. I'm Saquon. hoping, hoping too. Yeah. Saquon definitely needs a good year. Yeah, he's a good guy.
0: We all want him to do well. It's terrible to see a player like that getting hurt <laughs> early. Nathan, that's cool that you played along with all this stuff. I love it. Yep, but Nikki, that's how it went, but it ain't going anymore. All right. When the boss puts a foot down, that's freaking it. End of story. But I had fun, D. Yeah, I I hope you had fun. Oh, you did really well, bro. I
2: appreciate <laughs> it. We'll be playing again. Nikki will get better at
0: right. We'll be playing again. Yeah. Well, if we do a, a pop culture one, if we do a reality housewife, yes. stuff, then, then she'll be happy. Yeah. Don't
1: make me like, recall stats. I can't even remember. It was in the friggin' playoffs last year. God.
0: Your bangles were. You I, know, I know. I know the Bengals and the
1: Rams. I know.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm talking with Courtney in LA yesterday. We're doing the Power 32 podcast. Oh, and yeah. So LA's like, didn't Nikki like pick the Bengals, uh, you know, to like win the division or something? I'm like, no. I'm like, she said that they were going to do better than any of us thought. I'm like, she didn't have them, you know, winning the freaking Super Bowl or anything like that. I'm like, but she definitely said they were going to have a really good season. I'm like, she's one of those who comes out of those ideas. Like out of nowhere. It's like, Cincinnati, really? They go from worse <laughs> in the division to going to the AFC, uh, uh, winning the AFC championship. So crazy, crazy. Anyway, all right. So um, that was an absolute failure. Uh, sorry, Nikki, to disappoint you. But, uh, <laughs> D, again, I enjoyed it, man. Well done. Good job. Way, way to play the game, bro. Way to be way to be a good sport. I appreciate yeah, it.
1: Way to be a good sport for yeah. <laughs> can't wait
0: for knowledge with Nikki geez she's like changing the questions as we speak change right, them now. right
1: now I, yeah. have
0: no I have no doubt but I'm all good with that I got my win last week and I can hang my hat that I'm literally wearing mm-hmm. right now right on my freaking head that's it but um why don't we do some quick over-unders huh you guys want to do some of that yeah let's get it the NFL schedule came out so I let me say this and let me get you guys thought on this I think they should have two bye weeks at this point I know we talked about it a little bit but they really should implement that. Go with the two bye weeks. They tried it in 1993, and the owners are like, "Now nah, we're not going to go with this. It's not working out money wise. But to me, it makes sense. You get to extend the season, you know, and then teams can be healthier. I don't know. I just, I think it's a good idea. And I'm hoping eventually they will do it because you got teams that don't have a bye week until week 14. And there are some teams who are on a bye week, week four. Like, that's totally unbalanced. It don't make sense to me.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely like the two by week idea. One more yeah. week definitely wouldn't hurt them at all. Uh, and they have enough teams where they can spread out those two by weeks. Exactly. And exactly. Without an issue to the schedule. So I think it's a great idea. And all teams will be healthier. Maybe if you have one early, one late, uh, you definitely got to make make sure you do that. Don't have one team, like, don't have a team of week eight and then week 10. Like, make sure. Yeah. <laughs> right. That'd be ridiculous. Out. Exactly. Yeah, so I think like the first six weeks and then the last six weeks they should split out that way, uh, as far as the uh, everybody getting their their bye week. So I like that idea. Yeah, Nicky, you on board with the with the two bye week thing? Do you think it's
0: better for teams? Do you think overall it'd be a better thing, and the NFL can again stretch out their season even longer?
1: Yeah, do we really want a longer season though? I'm thinking
0: about it from the player's perspective, to be honest yeah. with you. We
2: don't want more games. I don't mind the season yeah. being a little longer. Right, I just right. don't want more games. Exactly.
1: No more exactly. games. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I wish they would have race the 17th now. I, th- I still think it's ridiculous. It just looks ugly. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, who's opening the season? We've got Bill's Rams, right? And it's in Buffalo, which is strange. I feel like the Rams should be hosting the game. But if you had a pick, Nikki, other than the Giants, like what would be your – Perfect ult for, like first game to start the season.
1: I actually think that's a really good first game.
0: You like that one? I do too. I like that also. Yeah, so that would be like maybe that would be like your one of your top ones.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to set the tone. It will be very telling. I know it'll be week one, but I think we'll be able to tell a lot from that game.
0: Yeah, I mean the Rams. I get it; they deserve to be in there. Maybe I'd like to see more. Maybe against the Packers, I would like to see like Bengals Chiefs maybe, like a, or Bills Chiefs again. But, yeah, for AAD, I guess the Rams got to play in it, and the Bills are a great opponent. I'm not upset with it. Maybe I would have a couple other games ahead of it, but I think it's a pretty damn good game to start the season that we're going to be calling.
2: Yes. No, I can't wait for it. It's going to be an awesome game, and it is a Super Bowl caliber matchup. So it is. to have that as the first game is awesome. Like last year we got Tampa Bay in Dallas, right? Like it's right. It's not the same as getting those two teams that you know could be there at the end. Something mm-hmm. like that. And for like a future thing, I think each year they should try to have a Super Bowl rematch. The teams who played in the Super Bowl the prior year first opening mm-hmm. game should be a Super Bowl rematch. I know some years the schedule is a up like that, but I think they should change, especially having 17 games now. Right. You have extra game to do whatever you want to do with. So I think they should switch that one to Super Bowl rematch each year to open the season. I would have no problem with that at all. I would have no problem with that. And I think
0: people are sleeping on your bangles over there, Nikki, big time. They made a whole bunch of moves. We talked about it yesterday a little bit. It's like I don't know if people are counting them out, Nikki, or they're just not talking about the bangles, but they're getting no love. And to me, all they did was get better. I think they're going to be right back in the thick of things.
1: Oh, I do too. Another year, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they are getting better. They addressed all the needs that they needed to. Um, Go ahead. Good. I hope people count them out. Go ahead.
2: Because I do think
1: they will be right back in the mix of it. That division is going to be, and we'll get to it, uh, but again, that division is just going to beat each other up. But I think mm -hmm. it's just going to come down to the Bengals and the Ravens.
0: Those are probably the top two teams. Um, We'll see if, you know, Jacoby Brissett can tread water over there in Cleveland until Watson gets in there. And then how good are they going to be? If he's going to need time is, Mitchell Trubisky going to even be this opening, uh, you know, starting the quarterback for Pittsburgh. So, yeah, they there are question marks there in Baltimore. All they got to do is get healthy and stay healthy. So, but Cincinnati, again, D, um, I'm seeing them as a total contender again this year. And everybody's talking about the entire AFC West as they should. And I get it. The Bills they're talking about. Um, Miami getting a lot of talk, maybe not Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, Bengals just getting left out of the conversation.
2: And I don't think they mind that. I don't think they'd hey, sure. yeah, being, being left out and people kind of sleeping on them because they weren't the sexy story of the offseason. season. You mm-hmm. mentioned Miami with Tyreek Hill and Vegas with Devontae Adams. They've all had these sexy moves while the Bengals were doing what you're supposed to do to get better, <laughs> right? If it's a relationship, they're not just wearing sexy clothes. They're building a foundation, right? They're doing nice. the things that you need to have that last with building the offensive line and making those good moves. So I think the Bengals are going to be okay being not in the the limelight and then come week 14, like, dang, Bengals are right back at it.
0: Yeah, that's right. They Mm -hmm. addressed their two major needs, but secondary and offensive line. And, again, like I think you said, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow another year. Yeah, watch out. Watch out. So don't sleep on those Bengals over there. All right, so let's do some of this uh, over-under. According to The Athletic, the 10-plus win teams that they have are Buffalo – Tampa, Dallas, Denver, Green Bay, Kansas City, the Chargers, and the Rams. So, both LA teams. Those are their 10 plus win teams. Let's just start there because we're talking about the best teams in the league, obviously. Damien, the Bills, I would say they're definitely a 10 plus win team. 10 and 7, I think they'll do better than that. They did stumble a little bit um, there in, in the middle of the season, but. Again, they're coming in the Super Bowl favorites, which does scare me if you're a Bills fan. Like I I'd rather not be the favorites because everybody's talking about you, but I still think they're a 10 plus one team.
2: Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Like they're I'm pretty sure they're betting over under is definitely way more than that. Probably it like, is, yeah. It's like eleven and a half, I think. Eleven and a half. And a half. Yeah. Okay. So you got it, Nikki? You got them in front of you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh,
2: great. Okay, oh. good. Okay, so yeah, if the betting one's eleven and a half, honestly, I'm probably going to bet the over on that. You're probably going to see that on real bets on my social media sometimes. Right. So, right. so yeah, I definitely, I definitely like the over on eleven and a half for them for sure. Cool. What do you think, Nikki?
1: Yeah, no, I would take the over. They won. What did they win last year? Twelve? Um, so, it
0: was eleven or twelve? I don't. I, I think it might have been twelve. Eleven.
2: Oh, was eleven? Really, I think it was 11 last year because they, wow. they had a spurt in the middle of the season where it was kind of like, okay, is Buffalo really here? Are they You're right? You're right. Yeah, right. It was 11 and 6. Yep. All yep.
1: right. So, I mean, you figure, I think they got a better roster this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I could see them doing 12, 13. And it said 11
0: and a half, Nick, you, you said, right? Half, I would probably go over, but I would hesitate on that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet that I, I would tell you that right now because they are a fringe 11 win team you know again that division is getting better. I think I know it's crazy but the Jets will even put up more of a fight. I'm not saying they're gonna win one of the games, but who knows um, the bucks are up there Buck are uh, the bucks are what are they 11 and a half full so on I
1: actually have them all. I will find it. The bucks are where go.
0: I think I have them all, so let me try to see if I can pull it up yeah. real quick. I should have had it pulled up to begin with, but I got it over here. Hang on. Um, uh, 11. Yeah. Okay, I have them at 11 and a half according to The Athletic, but all right, 11 and 11 and a half. Nikki, uh, you start first. What do you think? Tampa Bay, um, play. you know, the division's pretty weak for the most part, again, except for the Saints, obviously, but they have a pretty tough schedule. I don't have it in front of me, but I know they got got kind of a tough stretch. So what do you think, 11 wins?
1: No, I think they could do 12 or 13. Yeah. The saints own them. So, I mean, they're going to have to like, maybe get one of those in there. Um, yeah. They do have a tougher schedule, but listen, I know you guys hate the you can't count out Tom Brady, but obviously you can't. <laughs> so yeah, can't. I can see 12, you know, they consistently win any team he's on. They're always winning 12, 13, 14 games. So yeah. Seems like
0: it. You. Yeah. I mean, it really does seem like it. They're, yeah, it's Tom Brady. And last year they went, um, what was it? They went 13 and four. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you're right there, Nikki, 13 and four. Godwin's coming back, um, you know, from injury this year. We'll see how that goes. I would feel a lot more comfortable if Gronk was there doing the 11 wins. Um, but if I had to go one way or the other, it'd probably be a push, but I'd probably take 12 wins. So I'd probably go over. the. I don't know. What would you do?
2: Yeah, betting wise it's kind of a stay away. I'm not sure if they get oh, I, I feel like they're gonna get it exactly at 11 wins. Yeah, uh, me too. so that's for me, it's like I wouldn't bet either way. Uh, I'm I can't go under though, it's hard to go under with, like you said, Tom Brady, yeah, under, because 10 and seven, 10 and it's seven, hard for me. yeah, it's hard for me to picture them going 10 mm-hmm. and seven, right? And it's weird to talk about it that way because 11 is just it's one more win. But for yeah. some reason, 10 and seven just feels like below <laughs> like the, the brim for Tom Brady. I know. So I agree. I would have to go over just on that. But I like 11 wins. Exactly.
0: Yeah, um, I'm somewhere with you. And, you know, if it was 11, 11 and a half, I would still take the over. I think they'll probably win 12 games. They're still a pretty solid team, but uh, we'll see. I mean, God forbid that man gets hurt. You never know. Uh Nikki, your favorite hated team, the Dallas Cowboys, are ten and a half according to the athletic over the years. So ten and a half wins for Dallas. And I would I would take the under if I was forced to. I think that, you know, Philly's gonna give him a tough time. There's always tough divisional matchups, but Dallas to me got worse. I think that Wilson, you know, uh, losing Cedric Wilson to Miami, that's a big thing. Along with no more Amari Cooper, they don't run the ball as well. Their defense had gotten better, but they stayed pretty much stagnant, and then they lost Randy Gregory. I don't know, D. I'm not. I'm not high on the Cowboys this year. Will they make the playoffs and win the division? Maybe. We're not going to get there for a couple of months to make our picks. But the Eagles, we know, are definitely going to put up a fight. I
2: would take the under at ten and a
0: half for Dallas.
2: Yeah, ten and a half. They the betters did a are the the house did a good job with these last two for sure of making it to yeah. where it was difficult to make a pick. Uh, I would go under. But I'm not betting it. So I'm just, I would go under and stay away from a betting's perspective.
0: Yeah, Nathan, uh, if you're still with us over here, how about them Cowboys? Yeah, we're talking about you Cowboys right now. We're both going under. And I know Nikki's going under just because it's Dallas Cowboys.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going under, actually. I am really? going go over. I am going to oh, wow. go over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I will go over. You know why? Because they have the friggin' easiest schedule. Of course they <laughs> do. They have the easiest schedule. They're tied with the commanders. It's conspiracy. I'm telling you guys. No, <laughs> so, I'm going to go over because they're going to start high. Everything going to get hype even more. They're going to get like 11 wins, 12 wins, and either completely fall on their face at the end of the season or you bounce in the first round. So like Green Bay, they are a fantastic Regular season
2: team. Oh boy! All right. Well, I knew I knew she was going to spin it into something else. I knew it yeah, right. was coming when <laughs> she started talking because I was like, "Well, hold on, this is too much positivity." Yeah, no. where, yeah, is, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. where is the right? Exactly. Yeah, too much flowers and flowers
0: going on. Where are the tomatoes yeah. over here? Well, uh, yeah. you were with us way back when we did that. We're gonna have to bring that back. The Denver Broncos are ten and a half. I love the Broncos this year. I think it'll take a few weeks to get it together. But I think they are totally solid. I just mentioned Randy Gregory. He's on Denver now. DJ Jones next to him on the line, clogging up the middle. They have an excellent secondary. Bradley Chubb is on this. I mean, look, Russell Wilson, people – y'all must have forgot. Okay, maybe he's not MVP, Russ, but this guy is still – the real deal, and honor of my man Damian over here. He's fantastic. Russell Wilson is going to get this team over the hump. I expect huge things out of Denver. And again, maybe it take a couple of weeks for the wheels to start spinning. And even though they're in a tough division, I get it. I think that they win a lot of those games, man. I'm going ten and a half uh, for uh, for the Broncos, Nikki. I love them this year. I'm going to go under. I got
1: them at I mean, nine. <laughs> she yeah. Wants to with me. mean, well, listen, they got to break the. OK, then they, that means they got to break their uh, losing streak against the Chiefs. Like if they're going to do that, they also have the Chiefs week 14 and week 17, which is like when the Chiefs come alive. And I'm with you. I we know I love Russell Wilson and think he's very underrated. I just feel like if it's going to take a couple weeks, this is not the division to do it in. And I think it might cost some one or two games. So I'm going to go under.
0: OK, she's going under. And uh, look, the Broncos, they have not been doing their thing for a while. I think they may be one of the teams who hasn't made the playoffs in in quite a while. I'm um, trying to remember how long it's been. But yeah, D, but it's, it's a different story over there now. We've seen what's happened again. I'm not going to say it's going to be Matthew Stafford with the Rams or it's going to be Tom Brady with the Bucks, But it certainly is possible. And we've seen it happen two years in a row. Why not with Denver? I got over 10 and a half.
2: The why not is that they they might be the fourth best team in the division.
1: Yeah, Ooh.
2: that's the that's, the, that's yeah. the why not. Like it's, I've heard it's pretty, every team's fourth best in that division. But you go ahead. Yeah, you can make an you really can make an argument for everybody in that division to be the fourth best. That's for sure. But when you look at the Chiefs, you might it might take a step back, but not two, three, four steps back, right? The Chargers, everybody looks looks at them as a team that's going to take two, three steps up. The Raiders made the playoffs last year, adding Devontae Adams. Mm-hmm. Denver, Russell Wilson is definitely the biggest addition of the offseason. But because of that division, I don't know if he makes the impact that people think he's going to make this first All year. Right. Well, let me let me put it to you. Let me spin it to you guys this way. They were
0: a, a game out of the playoffs last year with Drew Locke. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, Russell Wilson's your quarterback. Um, I'm thinking three more wins easily for Denver. Easy. I think that Russell Wilson is worth that much compared to Drew Locke, if you want to put whatever it is, that war up there, you know, wins above replacement or something like that. To me, that says it all right there. Plus, to bring in Nathaniel Hackett, who's not just going to run the ball up the, up the middle and throw 10-yard outs every other play. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be creative. So I see big things happening. But you're right, tough division, and they could be fourth in that division. Absolutely. So, can Kansas City, the Chargers, and, and freaking Raiders also. But again, our picks will be coming much later on. But it could be the first time we see four teams in one division actually make the playoffs. And that'd be pretty, freaking nuts. That'd be that'd crazy. Be crazy. Yeah. It can happen. It can definitely happen. Uh, both LA teams uh, are pretty hot. So, the Chargers are the team that we're speaking of now. Um, Broncos 10 and a half. So, with the Chargers 10 and a half, we'll just go through a couple more and then we'll get on to the next thing. Um, Nikki, what do you think about the Chargers? That's it. Look, I'm, that's another team I'm really high on, and I know, same division, also with Denver, Kansas City, the Raiders. But even though they're in the same division and they have to play a total of six games against these opponents, there are still, what, 11 other games that they're going to play. I can't wait to say it. Chargers, I'm over with them also, Nikki. I think over ten and a half.
1: I think 10 is the right number for them. I don't know that I'd go over. I think I'd stay right there, right there at 10. Um, what they can't do is fall into that 0-2 hole in this division, right? You can't start off the season 0-2, not not in this division. Um, but they do get the Jags and the Texans. So they could be 2-2 and 2 after the first four weeks. That's not terrible. But if you're going to start 0-2, that's quite like an uphill battle that, like, you know, you don't want to climb. So I think 10 is the right number for them. Also, don't really trust the head coach or the decision making. So,
0: look, if it, well, you, we all we know about Brandon Fairley over here. He's you know, famous on our show. He lost them moment. a couple
1: games. Him alone can yeah. account for two or three losses.
0: You're preaching to the choir over here, sister. You, I know. I know. That's why I'm like, you know what? If hopefully this guy will learn from his mistakes or somebody else will make the decisions for him, like bring his father in and let him smack him on the ass and be like, Are you stupid, son? What is wrong with you? My God. But I like the Chargers a lot, man. I think, look, again, they bring in uh, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Um, I forgot they brought in somebody else. I don't know why I can't think of off the top of my head right now, but we know they're a scoring machine. They have a nice three-headed monster, even four-headed Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, Austin Eckler over there, and Justin Herbert, who is, people already say, one of the top five quarterbacks in the league. I'm not quite there yet as far as top five, but he's got all the goods, man, and, again, Brandon failing, just he's got to make better decisions and they can win a whole bunch of games. And, you know, one thing about starting 0-2, nikki we saw Miami and Indy both start with one win. Only had one win into like the seventh, eighth, ninth week of the season. They were both one game away from us in the playoffs. So even if they go 0-2, I I wouldn't get rattled. Um, I think they still got the goods. But Damian, I've talked long enough. What do you think? Ten and a half wins over or under?
2: I'm going to go over because of the talent they've added. And I think that Brandon Saley is going to learn from the mistakes he made last year. I definitely agree. He cost him some games, the game that stands out the most to me Thursday night football, Kansas city chiefs. He left like 28 points on the board. Yep. So those type of games, I think get eliminated this year with just uh, being wise as a coach Mm -hmm. and that team being so stacked. So I'm going over. Yeah.
0: They have to learn from these mistakes. He has to. Otherwise, I mean, it will fire him mid game. I will. I mean, they have to do something. So All right, um, the uh, last two right now are the Packers and the Chiefs. So the Packers, again, and Chiefs, both at 10.5 wins. That's according, again, to The Athletic. I know there are other things out there. The Packers, 10.5 wins. A lot of people are going to say under on this one. There are 10 and 17. I think I'm going to go over on them because, again, I believe in that defense, and I still believe in Aaron Rodgers making other players better. So um, Chicago sucks. Detroit, yeah, they'll put up a fight. Minnesota is not as good as people are making them out to be, in my opinion, Damien. So I think the Packers still win that division and get at least 11 wins, probably 12.
2: I agree with you because of all the reasons you mentioned about that division. I, no one else in the division really scares me. So I'm yeah. like, that could be five or six wins right there. And right. You just you, <laughs> know, you put that towards the rest of that schedule, I can definitely see over on that. So I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Uh Nikki is not the hugest Aaron Rodgers fan on the planet. We know that, and that's all good. But is he good enough to get them ten I'm sorry, I should say eleven or more wins, Nikki.
1: Oh, yeah, I would go over. You know, we don't have any reason to think they won't. I mean, Matt before he's coached them to 13 wins since he's took over every single season. I know the argument is Devontae Adams, but guess what? They were 7-0 without him. So he's not the Mm -hmm. be-all, end-all that people are making him out to be. I have no reason to believe they can't go over uh, 11 wins.
0: Great stat right there, seven and zero with Adam. I love that. That's perfect. And then we get to the the kings of the AFC for the last four years. Only one Super Bowl to show for it, though, and that would be the Kansas City Chiefs again in that tough division. Ten and a half wins. The last team that we're going to discuss, Nikki, the Chiefs. I, we're all high on them. There's no doubt about it. Losing Tyree Kill is huge, but is it huge enough? What's your opinion? Um, past
1: four seasons they've won twelve games. It's going to be harder for them this year. I definitely think so. Their six-game opening stretch is the tough one. So it's Cardinals, Chargers, Colts, Bucks, Raiders, and Niners. The rest of the way is definitely doable. Um, I would say they could do 11 or 12.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm with her. I would be thinking, again, but they would be one of the teams that I would say they could falter to 10 and 7. I would like to take the over on them, but – it's it's one that I would not bet Dean in, in, in my I, I wouldn't bet it because Tyreek Hill is that great of a player and now they're gonna pay more attention to Travis Kelsey. And it's not like you got a double Juju Smith Schuster or you know a cole Hardman, even though he's a speedster. The Patrick Mahomes could be that X factor again, because let's face it, he probably is the best player in football. So this is tough.
2: Yeah, the thing is a lot of us are concentrating on the loss of Tyreek Hill. I think the loss of Tyran Matthew. Oh. is what's really going to be the You're most painful cool. to them. Because that that defense, I haven't – there's nothing I've heard from the moves they've made has made me think, oh, that defense is going to be better. Mm. I guess. So I think that that's going to be the big loss. So I'm going to go under. I'm going to go All under. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're okay. going to see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go under because the defense is going to be so bad along with the offense taking a step back. Wow. And, of course, this is subject to change. We're just doing early season stuff
0: over here where nothing is, you know, written in stone unless we are a quantum leap. That's the only thing that gets written in stone on this show. <laughs> what's the reverse uh,
1: what's of a quantum leap? What's that? What's the reverse of the quantum
2: leap? <laughs> um,
1: quantum step back? We gotta come
2: up with- <laughs> First fall? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to come up with a term for it for sure. I like that.
0: We got to come up with something. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta look over a lot of things too much stuff on the mind over here but um yeah other than the rams again who we all know are going to do very well this year and probably win that division at least in my opinion those are you know your 10 win teams 49ers saints not in there but i think both of them are going to have really good years but again we're going to get there we have plenty do you, of time
2: do you see it for the 49ers saints and giants Just uh, a teams 49ers. i think i I'll start with the Niners. I think that the
0: 49ers probably get 10 wins on the dot um, because I think they'll struggle out of the gate a little bit. And Trey Lance, you know, it'll take them a little bit to get it, but they have a good enough team. And if they stay healthy, always that big question mark. I think the Niners are capable of getting 10 wins, but nine and eight wouldn't shock me. I don't know. What do you think?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not. 10 wins doesn't seem outside of the possibility because, you guys still have that roster. For years now, it's been a Super Bowl quality roster that you guys have. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the big thing is, you know, is he ready? That's going to be, the, that's gonna be yeah. the big question. Is Trey Lance ready? Uh, if he is ready and we see the potential and the reason you gave, you guys gave up all those picks for him by week four, then mm-hmm. 10 wins is definitely doable. But if it takes till week eight, that's when we're looking at an under there yes yeah that'll be
0: a problem and you know what I'm not looking for a Super Bowl this year guys I mean I would love it don't get me wrong but I just need to know that he's worth all those draft picks and I don't know if you know it's so much to live up to I mean it really is Nicky but that's what he has to do because we are a Super Bowl team and we are again like Denver a lot of people talk about that one quarterback away and we need Trey Lance to be that guy, and it's going to really hurt a lot if he's not, because he costs a lot of capital. So, do you think in his first year he's capable of getting them ten wins? Or
1: yes, only because of the team that's around him. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's a very manageable schedule. Guys won ten wins last year. The defense is always going to keep you in the game. And just as a little aside fact, it's not until you guys hit week seven against the Chiefs that your win probability even dips below 46%. So I would say the first six weeks are probably in your favor. And then you got a manageable schedule the rest of the way. So I do think 10 is reasonable.
2: All right. All 10, right. Man. We'll see.
1: 11, I'll take 18,
2: 10. We have uh, the yeah. deep analytics out here today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: See if it gets the same. I, I think the Saints are capable of 10 wins. In fact, I think they'll probably get 11 this year, and I, I think they'll be a playoff team. I know we're going to talk about that in months from now, D. But, yeah, I think big things for you, Saints, this year. I definitely see them as probably even at this moment a step above the 49ers, to be honest.
2: Yes. So if the over-under is, I'm imagining nine and a half, maybe.
1: 7 Seven and a half,
2: Sorry, and a half of the seven. Saints. Saints hit the over. Hit Whoa. the over.
1: <laughs> Aligning, right there.
0: That's so, alarming. Because I will say this, they know what they're talking about. That's like the year after, I gotta tell you something real quick. The year after Atlanta lost that Super Bowl to New England, they said that they were a nine-win team, and I think they ended up winning seven or eight games. And everybody was like, Nine wins, I'll take the white over <laughs> on nine wins. So that's really alarming to me. I gotta tell you that. Seven and a half. I see eight and a half here on the athletic and I still think that's kind of like crazy. Yeah. What do they know that we don't?
2: I don't know. I think they know something that they don't know. I think <laughs> is, I think that it is I would bang the over on that. If it if it stays yeah. there in August, I'm definitely hitting the over on that. Of course, my weight to actually bet on it after preseason and injuries and all that stuff happened, but I'm hitting the over on that for sure. If it's at seven and a half, easy. Eight and a half two over. Yeah. <laughs> I might bet it now because I'm afraid yeah. that the odds are gonna go up. You know what I'm that's saying? True, like I don't know, Nikki. Sure. Yeah. They can go up definitely after if the preseason goes well and people see our first team ball now, they definitely yeah. change that for sure. Right, I would get on
0: that bet right now. The 49ers are at nine and a half. That's interesting. I don't Nikki, what do you think? The Saints. That's pretty low, huh?
1: Oh yeah, it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I think if you were gonna mm-hmm. bet anything right now, that's the one to bet on. I mean mm-hmm. I don't know. It's How can you, a healthy Jameis, right? You just added Olave, Michael Thomas, just added Landry. I don't know how you can think that they won't go over seven and a half. I got to so tell back to me. It and is. maybe I bet that right now.
0: I would bet it too. But I, the fact that they put that out there really makes me scratch my head a lot. and makes me wonder because they know stuff, man, that we don't know. Like, like, why the Giants? What do they have, the Giants? Because on mine, they have seven and a half on the Athletic. Seven. Seven. Now, you see, now that's a half a game difference between the Saints now. Does that make any sense to you? No offense, Nikki, but that's crazy.
1: No, it is right. crazy. It's crazy I think that the Giants can win more than seven games. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Damien, that, that's,
0: that's odd, right, bro? Like yeah, that no, was odd season? at
2: seven because they're scre- you're screaming for you to take the under. Yeah. And then you're like, Are, is there a reason why – they know something we don't about the Giants. Maybe the Giants changing that coaching staff. Maybe yeah. that's gonna be the key to turning it around. Next thing you know, the Giants are that surprise team that we all we all every year we see one or at yeah. least one or two that come out of nowhere. Maybe the Giants are that team with that change in coaching staff, and you know maybe the talent around them, the draft they had this year. Don't get your hopes up too high, Nikki. But maybe no, that's yeah. it. Maybe this team is. I would team. never. I would <laughs> never. <laughs> If they go over
0: seven games this year, that again, that would be probably Daniel Jones keeping his job. I know it sounds crazy, but uh most likely. Wow, that's yeah, sick. For sure. Wow. And now okay, she's
2: has got guessed it. She's like, okay, let's get six wins. Yeah. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm,
1: pulling. I'm pulling for six. Let's go. Six <laughs> is good. I'm good. Let me ask you guys. What do you guys think about the Jets are five and a half?
0: Ooh. I I mean they ended that's up winning. Four games last year? I, I probably would go over. I know it sounds yeah. a little – I probably would. I think there was six-win, possibly seven-win team. But, again, that division is is hard also. Can't yeah. discount the Patriots. Miami got better, and
2: the Bills are the favorites. That's true. That could be six losses for sure. Right? Division.
1: But That's I do feel year. like
2: they, they improved a lot. It would be – it would kind of be sad to, like, go through all this – offseason and be like, oh, Justin making all these good moves. Look at that draft. And for them not to move at all in win total would definitely be sad. Uh, So I think just they have to with how they're looking right now. It looks like they're trying to build into a real organization now. So I feel Mm -hmm. like they're going to make that step and go over. I I can see six or seven wins too. Yeah. And if we're going to
0: compare Mac Jones and Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson's ceiling is way higher. Mac Jones is just like a more like polished kind of guy as it is right now. So um, yeah, big things to that, but they, to me again, they still got to get another weapon. Um, speaking of weapons, one of their first round weapons, they did sign Garrett Wilson, so he's locked in to probably be their number one wide receiver. But five and a half, the Jets—that is—that's an interesting one. It's kind of tricky. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <my> <laughs> I always got to sink you in there right somewhere.
1: There.
2: <laughs> I
1: love it. Tricky, 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 tricky the Yeah, ramps, D. The <laughs> what? Tricky,
0: tricky, tricky. Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it is Knowledge with Nikki time. It is her show. She's the boss. She hated the other knowledge that was spit out earlier, but uh, we're done with that crap right now. She's going to give you the real knowledge, okay? But before that, she will tell you about Reebok.
1: All right, guys, so Reebok's deal of the week this week. Lucky for me because I've had a busy week, and I haven't really had time to update the deal. I don't have to because Reebok did extend the Flex Light deal. So, again, guys, those shoes are normally $55. We have them for $29.99 for you. So you don't even have to do anything. Just go to the website, scroll down a little bit. Is the same code that it was last week, and this sale is good until the 23rd. Again, they've got men's and women's. I know I said it last week, but I really do think I'm going to order these pink ones if they still have them. They look very cute and they will go probably with the outfit I have on now, actually. So (laughs) get yourself some flex light shoes. They're Very stylish. Um, All right. So knowledge with Nikki. So I don't want to I'm not trying to bring the show down, but I do think sometimes we should use our platform for some awareness. So this my timing kind of worked out. So I just finished the episode of I am magic where he finds out he's HIV positive. And today is HIV vaccine awareness day. So even though they don't have a vaccine, I thought I would do two questions about magic Johnson, two questions about HIV, just so we are bringing some awareness that it is still very much needs to be, you know, handled. Everybody needs to be aware. Everybody needs to be safe when they engage in certain activities.
0: Well, I think that's worth it alone right there to have that, right, Ding?
2: No, for sure. I love how you presented it and how, like, it's the way that you were able to tie in magic with the HIV questions. I think yeah. it's perfect. So, yeah.
1: I just, so, and if anybody hasn't watched it, it's on Apple. Um, this episode where he finds out is really powerful. So, uh, it's called I Am Magic. If you haven't gotten a chance to check it out, it's on Apple. Mm-hmm. TV. No, I don't get paid to promote <laughs> Bravo and Apple TV, but it is so far is a really fantastic series. So I scared, they,
2: definitely pay you, though. What's that? D Say Bravo should. Bravo should definitely pay her for sure.
1: Yeah, Bravo. Oh should yeah, you ain't pay. kidding.
0: <laughs> yeah, they should. Total endorsement. By the way, before we start, I'm looking at ESPN NFL Live right now, and they're talking about how the Bengals have the tenth best chance in the AFC to make the playoffs, according to ESPN. And people are freaking out. Like, okay, what the hell's going on over here? So,
1: ESPN right. needs to get us on right now.
0: You ain't kidding. You ain't kidding. Yep, we come a lot cheaper than those ex football players, guys. So, hook us up. <laughs> That's
1: for sure. All right, who's first? Jay, you're first this week. I am. Okay. Defending
0: my title. <laughs>
1: yes, defend the title. All right, here we go. Let right, me like get I said, the music going over get, here. Yeah, you each get two questions on HIV, two questions on Magic Johnson. And do I have a tiebreaker just in case? Yes, I do.
0: I feel like it may be needed.
1: All right. I think so. I think you guys are going to do well. Okay, here we go. Number one, as of 2021, how many people are living with HIV in the United States?
0: I will say about 12 million.
1: No. Date?
2: I'm going to say 2 million. 1.2
1: 1.2 million.
2: Oh, that was pretty good, that's,
1: D. That's good. I'll give you that, right? I yeah, think.
0: That's, I would agree. Yeah, I think D should get a point for that. Nice. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, Jay. Number two How many new infections of HIV are there each year in the United States? 12. No. D?
2: I'm going to say 60,000.
1: 35000
2: hmm. Interesting. It's a lot. Gosh. Oh, my
0: God. There's so many diseases. So many There's a lot of diseases.
1: diseases. A lot. Jeez. Everybody needs to be careful. Like, Make sure you know who you're with and who you're sharing things with. And just everybody be careful, all right? Because you don't everybody know. Everybody should walk
0: around in a freaking bubble is what should happen, yeah. apparently. I mean, it's, you can't do anything. It's scary.
1: All right. Number three. In the 1982 NBA Finals against the Sixers, Magic Johnson averaged how many steals per game in that series?
0: Three. No, I'm sorry.
1: 2.4. Yes, I will give it to you. <laughs> it's 2.5. Yeah. 2.5. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm like three making up. That's too high. point. <laughs>
1: All right, here we go. Number four. Oh, we're 1-1. We might need the tiebreaker this week, Same. right? Same. In the 1980-1981 season, the Lakers met the Houston Rockets in the first round of the playoffs. In what game did Magic Johnson airball a last-second shot, which caused the Rockets to upset the Lakers? Game one. No. Dave? I didn't
2: think so. Uh, I'm going to say game three. Game three. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Nice
1: job. Nice job, brother. All right, here we go, D. Uh, 70% of all people in the world living with HIV live where?
2: Say that question one more time. 70%
1: Seventy percent of all people in the world living with HIV live where? I'm
2: gonna say the United States?
1: No, Jay.
2: I got
0: two countries in mind. Um, I'll go with India. Africa. Oh, oh, that's a whole continent.
1: Damn. So- okay sub-Saharan Africa to be exact but Africa yeah Okay So bad apparently they have not great health care so that's for no. Yeah no they the high, and the highest rate for children too which is unfortunate
0: Yep and very high poverty areas unfortunately Yep
1: <clears throat> All right number 2d as of 2019 how many people worldwide did not No, they were infected with the HIV virus. I'm going to say 500,000.
2: No. Jay? They didn't know?
1: Yeah. Worldwide.
0: I'll say like 2.5 million. 7.2
1: million people. Mm,
0: uh, It's a lot. That's a I mean, lot. Get
1: tested. Make sure everything is, you know, yeah. good And
0: I always get tested. On, they give you two free tests. I'm like, yeah, give it to me. It's free. Fucking, you kidding me? Of course I want to know. I mean, I'm, sure. you know, but and yeah. just in case, God forbid, you never know. Yeah.
1: You yeah. never know. All right, D, here we go. Number three. How many triple doubles does Magic Johnson have in his career?
2: Is it one hundred and ten?
1: No, Jay.
2: Um.
0: Wow. Uh. I think it's like one forty-four.
1: I'll give it to you. One thirty-eight. I knew it was
0: somewhere close. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Ranks oh. third all time.
0: All right. All right. All right. Wait two two? two.
1: Two, two, two. All right. We got one more question and a tiebreaker if need be. All right. Here we go, D. Number four. During Magic Johnson's rookie season, he averaged 18 points, 7.7 rebounds, and how many assists per game?
2: Nine assists per game.
1: No. Jay?
0: 7.9 assists.
1: I'll give it
0: to you 7.3. Ooh. Nice All right. Nice job. Yeah. Good job. It
2: was man. a close game. Close game. Wow. Very
0: close. close game.
2: All good right. Good. And now I, was just going. I had an assist question. I was like, I know it's going to be lower than his career average because Norm Nixon yeah. was there. But I went, I was like, but nah, his career average is so high. Maybe yeah. it'll still nine assists just because he's so great. But now nah, that was a he good is right so great.
0: He's so great. That just goes to show you how amazing he is, really. Gosh.
1: All right. So, yes, Mm -hmm. PSA, everybody stay safe, healthy. Make sure you're using practices and methods for whatever you are into. That's totally fine, but please be safe. We want you to be safe. Absolutely. Go watch Magic Johnson's I Am Magic because it is very, very interesting and very heartbreaking, too. Mm
0: -hmm. That's what's up right there. All right. Well, the knowledge was definitely brought with Nikki right there. Well done, as always, with the questions. Love it. Excellent stuff. And yeah, she's always bringing it. No question. All right. So that was Knowledge from Nikki brought to you by Reebok. Um, And yes, HIV awareness. And yeah, one day, hopefully they could get a cure. But in the meantime, everybody, please practice safely. Everything, please. We don't need to go into it. All that stuff. We're going to get into more football action right now. And D, now play a player. This is all yours right now. What are we doing? What do we got? Yes. Yeah,
2: so, my player play is brought to you by Beer Drop. You can get the best deals at Beer Drop by going to Third and Three Podcast. Scrolling down a little bit and using that Beer Drop link. Use our Beer Drop link. You get beers at five dollars per beer. Right now, if you go to a restaurant, it's easily eight to ten bucks, and then could be even more than that depending on the beer. You go to a stadium for a game, you're getting you know 10, 12, 14 dollars easy, especially if you try to get the big boy size. So why not get <laughs> your beer at $5 per beer? You ain't got to go nowhere. It's brought to you at a great price. So go to 33podcast.com so you can get your nice steaks from Meatworks, your comfy shoes from Reebok, and your nice ice cold beer from anywhere in the country from Beertra. Mm. Love it. Well done, my friend. Mm. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. So let's so, hit up this ground player, player, right? So what do we got, D? What, what is it this so, week?
2: For Mount Player Player, we are discussing and ranking our four most interesting matchups for next season. But we could not pick our own teams, so I can't pick any Saints matchups. Nikki can't pick any Giants matchups. Jason can't pick any 49ers matchups. So I'm very excited to see, outside of our teams, what the most interesting matchups are this year. Let's start with Nikki. What's your number four? Uh,
1: So my number four is... um Jets Patriots week eight. So I know it's like not a sexy pick. Right. But we did just talk about how much tougher that division is slowly becoming. Right. The Patriots are not, you know, cream of the crop anymore. So it's like Buffalo and then Miami Jets Patriots are going to fight it out uh, for the rest of it. But the Jets have not beaten the Patriots since December 27, 2015. I swear to God, this this is your time to do it. If you can't do it, there is a serious, serious problem. And the Jets organization is run like crap. We know that. I know they're trying to get better, but I just feel like, all right, you got two young quarterbacks. Someone is going to take a major step forward. I don't know if they're going to quantum leap forward, but one of them will. The Jets had a really, really good draft. They are finally, I think, moving in the right direction personnel-wise. If the Jets were to finally beat the Patriots, I think this is the game, and I think they might do it.
2: Okay. Very interesting number four. I love to break down and reason for it for sure because, like you said, it's not one that you think of right off the top of your head. Right. But once you broke it down, it's like, okay, it will be very interesting, especially right. if the Jets are showing to be competent by that point. By week eight, we know if they're a good team or not, or at least a decent team. We know. So if they're decent at that point, going against the Patriots, that could be very, very interesting. Which number four, Jay? Yeah, we know Nikki loves to go out of the box, but that was definitely a good one. And I,
0: I made some backups because I was wondering like, "Hey, we picked some of the same games. But I tried to cater mine towards the end of the season where it's going to be, you know, more is on the line. So that's what I did. I really picked games from like week 15, 16 on. So my week four is the Battle of L.A. Um, I think we'll know all we need to know about the Rams and Chargers at that point. And there's a high possibility that in Week 17, the Rams and Chargers could be respectively finding it out for the number one seed in each of their conference. Um, again, I know the Chargers, that tough division, but so are the Rams, and I think that makes you tougher and gets you more ready for when the postseason does come that you've played these type of teams already. So I think that matchup is going to be a colossal matchup. I'm not saying Super Bowl preview, but it could be. So I like uh, Rams, Chargers, Week
2: 17. Obviously, the game is in L.A.
1: that's
2: that's a great pick right there because it's two teams that we expect to be there to be at that time of the year getting ready to gear up for a long playoff run and with the chargers will it be at a point where we trust them now or will it be or you're still week 15 you're screaming (laughs) <laughs> about yeah. how Brandon Fielding has not <laughs> done better, so we'll have to see where they are. But that could be a great matchup. Like you said, it could be a possible Super Bowl preview. So I do like that pick for your number four. Okay. My number four, I'm I'm just being petty. I'm being petty with this number four. I love it. I just <laughs> I just want to see what the reaction is. I don't know if it's going to be booing or if it's going to be um. like a hesitational, like where you're gonna go with it. How does his former team feel Mm -hmm. talking about week 13 Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans? We like, we don't know, like, is Houston going to be upset with Deshaun Watson? We don't normally get this in football basketball. We get this all the time, right? We get LeBron Mm -hmm. James going back to Cleveland after he, you know, spurned them with the decision and you get the, just feel that atmosphere from the arena through your TV. You don't normally get that in football we haven't gotten that with star quarterbacks usually that quarterback is still respected or they're outside of their prime Deshaun watson in his prime said i no longer want to be here and then you add all the other stuff that we don't want to talk about into it right. how do people react how are they like it's not gonna be your normal just we hate this guy because he left us type of reaction so i'm just interested in seeing what that reaction is and with houston they probably going to be hard this time, so it could be even worse just because of the frustration of it. <laughs> so that I find this matchup very, very interesting for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> all the right
1: reasons.
2: <laughs> Cleveland at Houston, week 13 is my number four. All right. No, I, I definitely think that.
0: That's where I figured you were going once the quarterback is. I'm like, all right, he's got to be either going there or the only other way he's going is Braid to the Patriots. But I'm like, I don't even know if they play this year. So, that's, yeah, mm-hmm. I was thinking Watson. And, yep, that's week, what, 13, you said? Yeah, week 13. Yeah, so obviously Watson should be playing at that point. And who knows in Houston? Uh, they uh, they look better. So maybe it'll
2: yeah. be an interesting game. Who knows? For sure. No, it definitely could be a very interesting game. Yeah. What's and- your number three, Nikki?
1: Uh, So, number three, I'm interested in week seven, Um, Steelers-Dolphins. I know, you know, Brian Flores, he's linebacker coach now, so it's not like he's, you know, head coach, offensive coordinator, defense coordinator, anything like that. We know everything that has gone on with him. We don't have to get, you know, back into it. But I am interested to see how that plays out. I'm interested to see how he is received. And if I had to bet now – that defense is going to bring it. I already know that they are, so I'm interested in that matchup because I think you know week seven is kind of that point where you know the frauds kind of start. We call what do we call it? Our fugazi soup starts to boil yeah. a little bit, right? All the yeah. ingredients start coming in. So I, I think that'll be interesting.
0: Fugazi soup. That was beautiful. The <laughs> and stank mountain by week
2: eight. You know.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh
2: man. No, that's, no, that's a very, very interesting one there. And again, you go outside of the box, but then once you explain it, you're like, okay, definitely can see why you would pick that matchup right there. So again, great job. I Nick number three, what's your number three, Jay? Uh, my number three is, I think one, we
0: all can't wait to see. And again, this is a week 17 game, two teams that will know for sure if their competitors are contenders, I should say or not. And I expect them both to be one is the bills who are this year's number one, uh, you know, overall pick to make the Super Bowl or, you know, best rankings, whatever you want to call it, uh, at Cincinnati. So Bills in Cincinnati, it's going to be cold as shit. Yeah, I think it's a Sunday night game, I'm not sure. But um, that game will tell us an awful lot. And, again, we talk about, uh, you know, number one overall seeding. That could be a game that decides the number one overall seeding, depending on how Cincinnati goes with their Super Bowl loss hangover and the Bills, if they can live up to the Billing. So there we go. We'll oh my see you. God, how do, you do it! Oh my god, it's professional <laughs>
1: writing right there. It's a gift. It's a gift. Fun. Yes, it is a gift. It's a
2: gift. <laughs> uh Now I love that pick, Jay, for all the reasons you mentioned because it could be a matchup that really impacts playoff standings, home field yes. advantage, and and you, you know you love to see just a, a hard cold weather game between two good teams. So I think that's going to be a good one for sure. Oh, yeah. My number three. Be a lot of breath tie. coming out of the helmets
0: on that one. Get, for sure. Just be, boom, <laughs> for so sure.
2: The <laughs> <finish>. <laughs> so, for my number three, it's a tie between week two and week 11. That's Chargers-Chiefs. I'm uh-huh. just so interested in seeing these two games. And is this the year we finally see that passing of the torch in the AFC West where mm-hmm. the Chargers have caught up to the Chiefs? Even last year when they, the Chargers were – just Fugazi as all get out because of their <laughs> coaching. <laughs> they still gave the Chiefs two of their toughest matchups, taking them down. I believe that was early in the year, like week three, or four, week three or four. And then later on in the year, having that matchup we referenced to earlier where the Chargers left so much, you know, so many points on the board oh. and the Chiefs stole that one from them. So they gave them trouble in those two matchups. And I think they're going to be better this year and the Chiefs could be taking a step back. So it's going to be very interesting those two games to see if the Chargers are really ready.
0: Yeah, I like that double up right there. Those are two games that everybody's going to be wanting to watch, and I mean that those mm. two games should be televised around the country, Nikki. I can't wait to see those.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm excited for all of it. But you guys yeah. made me only pick four, so <laughs> I'm gonna I, my own team. Well, I wrote Damn. some
2: extra ones in there. I know for sure. So what is your number two, Nikki?
1: Uh, my number two is Week 13 Broncos at Ravens. I Ooh. feel like. Fall goes to plan. You know, we got Russell Wilson. we got a new offense over there. We have a healthy Lamar Jackson. Hopefully the Ravens have all their running backs. They don't lose them all in September or week one, whatever that was for them last year. (laughs) Um, I feel like by week 13, this definitely will have playoff implications. And I think we're in for a defensive battle. I don't think it's going to be like a a super high offensive game. I think it's going to be a nice defensive battle and with a lot on the line by this time.
2: I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely like that matchup as well. And the dynamic QB play that we can see in that one. Like, that's a, a great pick for sure. So I love that one. What's your number two, Jay?
0: Yeah, I think Baltimore's got a pretty tough schedule this year. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to one of their matchups. Uh, I won't give it away unless one of you guys say. But my week two, I, I had to go through so many because there's so many of them that are so great. And again, I had to stay away from my Niners. But again, this This game intrigues me a lot. It's week 15. It's Rams at Packers, which, again, another possible huge battle. So I can't wait to see that. Stafford going in there into Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers will see what that team is made of at that point. It should be an actual defensive battle if both teams are playing the kind of football they want to at that point. So I don't even expect it to be a high-scoring game. But I do expect it to be two of the top two teams in the NFC going at it when it matters a hell of a lot toward the end of the season.
2: Yeah, for sure. No, that is another great pick. At that point, we're going to see if the lack of weapons for Green Bay hurts them. Or right. if Aaron Rodgers make those guys be better and play above you know their natural ceiling. So it's a very interesting matchup right there. And at that point, we'll also see if the Rams will know if they had a Super Bowl hangover or not. right? Because they can go both right. ways between that loss and team that one. True. So I, I like that matchup a lot right there. It could be a lot hitting on the head of that one Uh, for my number two this one won't be any consequences to it but it should be a great game opening night buffalo la rams oh yeah like i I love this matchup i thought like my original pick was buffalo 49ers last year that's right seeing once they got into the playoffs i really thought buffalo rams could be that matchup that we could see uh so you got to Got to love that matchup right there. Just powerful offenses going at it with defenses that definitely aren't anything to sneeze at. So that's going to be a great opening night matchup for sure.
0: I think it is. I think they did a great job. And even though I was saying, no, oh, I would like to see this matchup, that matchup. I have no problem at all with this being the opening day matchup. I just think the Rams should be at home. I don't get why they have to go on the road. They're defending champions, but other than that, hell yeah, man, great matchup. And yeah, at least in Buffalo, it won't be freezing at that time of year. So, you know we should get to see the best of what both teams got left over from last season, at the very least.
2: Yeah, for sure, and it's going to be, going to be a great opening night, especially because we're calling the game. Oh yeah, yeah. it's going to be, oh, it's, going to, it's going to be an amazing, amazing game. Oof. Nikki, what is your yes. number one?
1: I'm going back to week thirteen. I obviously love week thirteen. I guess no, um, what's
2: your number thirteen for Nikki.
1: Mm-hmm. Titans Eagles. Um I Ooh, think was... yeah you want to talk about Petty I uh <laughs> and right. playoff implications, AJ Brown going up against his old team. Like, by the way, that was a fantastic move for the Eagles. They really oh really, really are setting themselves up for success this year. Like, as much as it pains me to say that, I, I hate it, but um, and the Titans got what Traylon Burks. So yeah, I think it's gonna be a really good matchup, especially at this point in the season. Uh, I don't usually look forward to any Eagles games, but I do think if you love the sport of football, this is a matchup you definitely want to see. Mm,
2: I like it. Again, you come with all the outside of the box. Yeah. <laughs> but again, oh, yeah. it's you always explain it well. Like that's a really, really interesting matchup. Two teams kind of in transition. So mm-hmm. we're gonna see if Tennessee is really gonna take that fall, like a lot of people think they're gonna take this year. And the Eagles, can they rise up like a lot of people think this year? Or will both teams be below expectations? We'll have to wait and see. So yeah. I like that pick right there. What's your number one, Jay? Yeah, I'll leave the outside box stuff to, <clears throat> to Nikki
0: over there. She'll think of all that good stuff. I go with a lot of, yeah, kind of obvious things. But to me, again, this is my list. And I am so interested in the AFC West this year. It's ridiculous. And I am so interested in what the Chargers are capable of doing and what now the Broncos are capable of doing. And they play in the final week of the season, week 18, which absolutely could be for the division, even with Kansas City and Oakland in there or Vegas, wherever the fuck they play now. Um, So I definitely see that being maybe not for just the division, but maybe the number one overall seed in the entire AFC. So Broncos will definitely have this stuff together. The Chargers should have this stuff together. That's a major matchup, Week 18. That's probably going to be, again, I'm predicting it now, a Sunday night game or the last game, however they're going to do it, and that will be for the division. I'm calling it now this early. Ooh. That game is for the division, Week 18. Ooh, Denver. we
1: got a prediction. We need a sound effect yeah. for like an early, <laughs> early <laughs> oh <my God>. prediction. <laughs> like, I feel like we you
2: should th- have like a bomb drop. Yeah.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't think I was going to say that. I just thought of it. So, I didn't <laughs> have so it
1: are you locking there. that in? Are you locking it in?
0: Bron- so oh, Broncos charges for the division. You know what? I got balls. I'm going to do it. I'm locking that mother, you though in right now. I'm locking it <laughs> in. Okay. Chargers Lock- in Denver for week 18. That's for the division right there. That's Locked it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Like, I got to well, get a,
2: a pad like EJ has. On Inside the NBA, we always write down Shaqs and Charles predictions. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> we got to have one of those paths so we can keep track of this. So I'm definitely going to make some crazy ones throughout the year as well. I know Nikki will, so we should definitely keep track of these.
1: But yes, I, I, love,
2: sure. I love I that pick, though. I think it's going to be a very interesting game. Again, okay. I think me and Nikki are kind of a little more down in the Broncos than you are. Yeah, but, yeah I know. But we're going to see if Russell Wilson can definitely, you know, lift them up to a position where maybe a lot of people don't expect him to be. Speaking of Russell Wilson, my number one, all petty reasons, we yes. won Monday we've night won. football, <laughs> Denver at Seattle. Love
1: it. How does
2: the Seattle clap it up for Russell Wilson or do they boo him?
1: They should. Oh they will
2: they will cheer him. They will cheer they will him. cheer him. Okay. I think they will I'll even though he him. wanted out
0: right because he is that where you're going because he wanted out yes, so bad I think I think out, they yeah. will cheer him. Why You think so?
2: You think they're boom? I can see it. I can see it because they can feel like they were kind of stabbed in the back. They can feel like, oh, Russell Wilson always, everything was go Hawks. Everything was all about the Seahawks. But behind the scenes the whole time, you're trying to get out of here because Seattle isn't good enough for you and your famous girlfriend or your famous (laughs) wife. (laughs) I can see them taking that type of attitude about it and letting them have it in that first game. Mm. And you know how things get spun. I can see some more negative comments coming out in the first few weeks before Week One. I can see Denver are, I can see Seattle's Twitter feed putting out some things like, "Oh, teammates didn't really like Russell like that." I can see, right, right. <laughs> I can see all the petty stuff happening so that they get all the boos and the noise when Denver's on offense is going to be bananas. Like we already yes, know, Seattle. True. Seattle is known for having that noise. It's going to be even worse now with the rain of booze coming down on Russell Wilson. It's going to be this, like I said, it's going to be an NBA type environment when a big player changes teams. So that's why I have my two petty ones as Denver, Seattle and Cleveland at Houston because of these situations. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I definitely
0: love it. I love it. I mean, I, I was thinking of putting that in there. I'm like, it's a week one game. I'm like, but you know what? It's our show. But I'm glad you put it in there because I can't wait yeah. to see that end. I can't. I can, look, I can't. Guys, I can see him booing him, but I really don't because he was there for, what, 10 years and he did win a Super Bowl with them, went back to another one and he always left everything out on the field. So even though he did one out of there, it's kind of hard for me to see them being so harsh on him. I mean, there may be some boos in there, but I think overall he'll be cheered. I don't know. Nikki what do you think?
1: Oh, I think they should cheer him. But I can see fans being petty as hell and booing him. But I do think totally. that they, they should cheer him. And if I'm being honest, my real number one is Giants-Ravens. But, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: that, of course. it's right at home, literally.
1: Literally. Yeah. And yeah. we will so be there are, at that game.
2: Are you the type? You win? Are you bragging? Are you talking Ooh. trash after the Giants win? Or are you quiet about it?
1: What, what do you think? You guys know me two years now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah, who you're who definitely wants, talking some
1: trash. I'm talking trash. I know he would. And when we yeah. get an argument, he has to bring up the Super Bowl. So it's like...
0: <laughs> this no. may be the first domestic violence abuse going on issue in the house this year. <laughs> the Giants play the I'm a,
1: what, on my end? On the female end? <laughs> like,
0: <Yeah. laughs> sure. Don't hit him anywhere where you can sh- show bruising. You know, Make sure you hit him the <laughs> <himself>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: get away know. he's with... pretty big and tall so well
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think he could probably take you is what you're saying huh
1: <laughs> yeah, <probably. laughs> well, no that's
2: no that's gonna be uh um, an interesting one not just from you know your guy's standpoint but as far yeah. as just if the giants do because of that betting over under maybe they're that team that takes that jump if they take a jump going against baltimore and we expect baltimore to be back because they're not going to have as many injuries just based on just luck and mm-hmm. like just the the odds of having that many injuries again is low. So if you have two teams that are kind of making that jump at the same time, I can see that'd be an interesting matchup. You, you and the husband sitting there arguing in the stands. I, I definitely can't
0: wait oh, to yes. see that. For
1: sure. <laughs>
0: oh, that is beautiful. Oh, I want videotape of that whole thing. I'd rather watch you two than watch the game, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: I talk through the whole game. Well, you see, we'll call the game. Big, let me be the color commentary because I, yeah, it's-
0: yeah, you, you know, you, you guys are gonna want to watch that one together. So I guess we're not gonna call that game. No, but well, like no, I'll
1: be there. To- I'll be at the stadium. But you know what? I got a TikTok right. now, so maybe I'll put it on TikTok. My reaction. Yeah, you'll
0: get plenty of views. I have no doubt about it. I have no doubt. <laughs> when Nicky Nick comes to the mic, big things happen. There's no question.
2: No question. Yeah. What's one? Say, I'm still trying to decide on my Saints. So like which game I'm most interested in. Of yeah. course, I'm going to the one Arizona week seven, I believe it's Thursday night. Uh, we're playing here. So of course I'm gonna be there sure. already. Has been like the ticket buying is happening very soon. Yeah, so be- I think it's week seven <laughs> oh, for great. us too. Or said we're go-
1: we're going. That's
2: it. Yeah. Freaking. So it's already set. But uh for as far as other uh, matchups, uh man, looking at the same schedule, we do play against the Rams later on in the year. That could be a really big matchup right there, especially if we think we're going to take the jump we're going to take. That's going to be a really big test to see if we're really there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's a big one. There's no that. I can't wait to see how the Saints season shapes out, not just for you, but overall in general. I'm really yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, I really am. I don't know. Um, I'm looking forward. Yeah, Bengals play the Bucks week 15. Dolphins, Bills week 15. We'll see if the Dolphins are for real at that point. So, yeah, there's a lot of good games out there. I yeah. Bengals, Ravens, I, I – Bengals Ravens is going to be nice. Week eighteen, talk about a battle for the number one seed in the in the division, or at the very it least, definitely could be for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think the Ravens will be back tough this year, and yeah, the Bengals I'm still all about. We'll see, but the Browns can do, and even the Steelers I'm, can never count out Mike Tomlin again. they just yeah. never had a losing record. I told that to somebody at work. I think it was yesterday, and they were like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, the dudes have never had a losing record in like what 13 years or whatever it's been. Unbelievable. Probably longer than that now. Yeah. Yeah. Probably longer than that. Yeah, I'm I'm missing years over here. It's amazing. What about
1: you, Jay? Is there a Niners game you're really looking
0: forward to? It's mostly divisional matchups, to be honest with you. But, I mean, I'm definitely looking forward to playing the Bills. I want to see what goes on in that game. And they're playing the Dolphins, and it's in freaking San Fran or Santa Clara or whatever. I'm so oh. pissed off. I'm like, oh, you oh. can have the game in Miami. I'm right here. You know, I mean, it's like an hour drive from where I am, but. No big deal. I would sleep there. I would sleep overnight to make sure I kind of right. see the players coming and be like, ah, I've been part of the team longer than you have. All right. Here's my jersey. Check me out right over
2: there. <laughs>
0: Tire that um, damn one.
2: I know you're looking forward to Niners Saints. Oh, you know. We oh, definitely, right. definitely gotta call that game for sure. Uh, we are
0: yeah, gonna right. Right. You'll have to do the color commentating when the Saints have the ball, and I'll do it when the 49ers have the ball. And Nikki will just oh, be the one laughing at us and just making fun of us. <laughs> yes. That will be my role. Okay. Yeah, like, we're going to we're gonna have to switch roles like every quarter. Like Nikki's going to have to like call the game. Then I'll do it. Then Danny will do it. And we'll all have oh, like. God,
1: a. You don't want me actually calling the
0: game. That's- <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Just be like. like yeah. I go, with Nikki. It's third and four. Who gives a shit what happens? Let's like,
1: you know, say. <laughs>
2: no.
1: So like funny side story. So, you know cheer. Everyone knows I I cheered. Um, So football season, it was competitive cheer, but you know, you cheer football and our team was terrible. Uh, So I like to believe that people came for us, but it's embarrassing because before I became a captain, right, we'd have other captains and, you know, they're standing there, you know, hands on the hips, you're calling the um, cheers, but it's supposed to coincide with where you are on the field. Right. And I, there are so many pictures of me. My mom can back me up. And even in the yearbook, all four years high school cheering I am looking at the football game and I would have to tell like yeah. even as a freshman and sophomore the senior captains like hey no we're on offense we're on You know, what I, mean? <laughs> like, you know I mean it was so bad they yeah. would call the wrong cheers it'd be so embarrassing so yeah I would mm-hmm. always be watching the game and not really paying attention to <laughs> what they were calling but they would call the wrong shit so
2: <laughs> yeah. I you had go. to tell them yep Gotta let him know. Let I, him know what the hell is that, hell's that up. story. I love that story so much because <laughs> I was wondering like, when you did do cheer in high school, was she really paying attention to the cheers or the game?
1: No. I got my <laughs> answer. All of them, I'm like this, but I'm staring <laughs> at the field.
0: <laughs> Great. That's classic. Love to see that on the old like VHS, you know, big cameras. <laughs> oh all my them. God. And, yeah. Right? Remember yeah. that shit? Oh my gosh. I do. That's great. That's great. Oh man, we're having fun, but uh, we do have to bring the show to a close. But not before we do round ball roundup over here. NBA playoffs. We are going to talk about that uh, quickly. Uh, Nikki, by the way, saw you talking about the Knicks over there. Man, I've I I felt it as you were speaking. Oh, did you
1: see it? Oh, good. Yeah, had fun. Yeah, you felt my pains. So. Absolutely. We had fun. We talked Yankees, Knicks, Giants.
0: You know. and you, as I say, you're you wanted on a new show every. I think I said that last week when we were doing our intros or something. Like you're wanted on a new show every single week. It's, you're always there. <laughs> they all want a piece of Nicky Nicks. Oh mm-hmm. man, she's got it going on. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Beautiful thing. And uh, yeah, we'll give our uh, we'll give our handles out after this. So round ball roundup NBA playoffs. We're now down to four. We did have a blowout last night, D. I totally expected it. Actually, when I was talking with Courtney in L.A., I'm like, Miami's probably going to win by 15. They won by 11, I think. And that's because Boston just came off that really tough series against Milwaukee. Um, but the first question I have is, and, Nikki, if you have an opinion, I would love to hear it, is the question was posed immediately after Dallas won that game. I'm like, who's the best player left in the playoffs? And it was really four people, right, D? It's Luka, Curry, um, Oh, my God, what's the matter? Tatum and and Butler. Let me tell you, when I put out the poll that Jimmy Butler got 3% of the votes, if I did it now, he'd probably get 100% of the votes. And I was talking about that a lot. I'm like, especially, I'm like, because I was saying yesterday, I'm like, D would really appreciate this because he loves two-way players like Jason Tatum, who didn't have a good night last night. And I'm giving him an excuse. I have no problem. Look, they had a tough series, six turnovers in the third quarter. I don't know what was going on over there, but – Jimmy Butler is a killer. The guy's an absolute killer, and he can do everything. And he's he he wants to. He wants to rip your heart out of your chest. This guy is play. They call him, you know, Jimmy Buckets and Playoff Jimmy for a reason. He has been the best player, and right now he is the best player. And I voted. for If I had a vote, I would have voted for him. And I was making that argument. I'm actually, you know, me and Jay will. I like to try to go back and forth with him when I can. When he does respond, and I'm like, dude. Why aren't you talking about Jimmy Butler? So Butler, to me, I don't want to say hands down because Tatum's been great and I'm discounting last game, and, of course, Curry is incredible and Luka is just as amazing as you can get a triple-double machine. I mean, offensively, he's – I don't even know what you can call him. He's unbelievable. But I would still take Jimmy Butler over all of them, bro. Right now, right now, in this playoffs, I would take him right now.
2: Oh, that is – that is tough. And Jimmy Butler, like you said, he's definitely right there in what would be my favorite player territory. Like He's definitely somebody who, like you mentioned, I love two-way guys. So, like, when people ask my favorite players, it's Kawhi, it's Drew Holiday. Right. those type of guys, Jason Tatum now, that can play both sides of the ball. And Jimmy Butler, he did that on both sides perfectly last night. Like, the steals in the third quarter where he was just reading that they had two back-to-back possessions. They come down, make a pass. He's in the pass lane getting a steal. Uh, yep. It was, it was a beautiful performance last night. And I made oh, that block you. on
0: Tatum. How about that block yeah. on Tatum? Oh my God. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> no,
2: nah, it, it was, it was definitely just an awesome performance. And for me though, it's tough to say Jimmy is the best left in the playoffs. Uh, just because for him, the 41 points is kind of an outlier. He's more in the 2025 20, 30 range. With someone like Tatum and Luca, you could get four or five straight nights where they're hitting you with these type of games because their offensive games are just so high. It's tough, man. And Curry, no reason i not dismissing Curry at all, but Curry has taken a step back offensively this year and always hasn't been the best defender. So the other three guys that you mentioned, Luca's not the best defender, but because he's bigger, he's not just a crazy liability out there. Uh, So... It really comes down to Butler and Tatum for me because of the defense. And I just got to go Tatum because I think Tatum, even yesterday, the first half, some of the shots Tatum was making to keep them in the game in that first yeah. half was just absolutely yeah. ridiculous. They fell apart yeah. in the third quarter, like you mentioned. There's no excuse to turn the ball over that many times in a quarter. But when he's on, man, and we saw it against the Bucks, game six went absolutely nuts in that game yep. and outdueled Giannis. And he can do that while also being a great defender. So I'm going to go Tatum as the best player, but Butler may change my mind. I got you guys could have read my preview of the series on third and three podcast.com where I broke it down and I picked the Celtics in seven because of that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown and the rest of their role players, how they can score. I expected Miami to win last night for sure though, because of the things you mentioned. Yes. You guys Celtics coming off that crazy. and, And plus after the crazy series, now you have Al Horford being out and Marcus Smart being out. Right. Like, okay, I can see Miami win this first game for sure. And I think they, they sat those two
0: guys. I think they sat those two guys in particular because they kind of almost knew going into the game this is going to be a really tough one. Let's rest them for sure, and you know, hopefully they'll be back and whatever. But yeah, I'm with you. I mean, but I look at what Butler did last night, and again, Tatum again coming off that grueling series, but Butler totally outplayed him and. Nikki, you can't go wrong with any of these answers because Luca. it seems like he can score from anywhere, get a shot off whenever he wants and do whatever the hell he wants whenever he wants. I mean, that's just it. Curry can shoot the ball from midcourt and Tatum and Butler are these two-way players where Butler is not known for scoring a whole bunch of points, but he will when he wants to and if he has to. And that's what he's showing right now and stepped up so much. But Tatum has been the number one player on a really good Boston Celtic team. So... I think no matter what, we're in for a great finals. I think we're really lucky with these four teams right now.
1: Yeah, no, we are in for a great finals. I did vote. Who did I vote for? Oh, I did vote for Tatum. Who'd you say won? Jimmy Butler.
0: No, Butler got the least amount of the votes. Oh, Luca won. Who won? Luca.
1: Luca won. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, because, like D said, it is kind of a little bit of an outlier. I mean, you know, I feel like you got to go with a more consistent player. I hear
0: you. But don't forget Jimmy Butler took this Miami team to the championship 2 years ago in the bubble.
1: Yeah, he like, did. He's not good.
2: <laughs> yeah, and not in yes. the bubble he was excellent in the bubble. Yeah. It was <laughs> It's funny seeing him now. He's all clean with the braids and the lines, yeah, yeah. everything. The bubble, I right. like I saw how the other day he was looking rough. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell he wasn't trying to be around nobody. Of course at that time you didn't know where he can go and right. where you could be at and how you can catch COVID. So you could tell he was taking no chances. Like the, the right. mustache, the hair was way out here. Like it was crazy. Right. But yes, but that's no matter where you're at, Jimmy Butler's going to ball though. If it's a bubble on the yep, road right. at home, he's going to ball out. So I definitely can see why you feel that way about Jimmy Butler. But Tatum, I feel like has just a higher upside with how versatile his scoring game is. That's fine. And I'm not even arguing that. What I'm saying
0: is that Butler is playing the best right now. And he's the guy I would probably want to have most of my team. He's that killer. But, again, Luka is an absolute killer offensively. He had 25 points in, like, 14 seconds in that in that game seven, which was never even a game. And, I, you know, I can go off on Phoenix all day long right now. I mean, <laughs> I, how do you not show up? Uh, they just did not show up at all. That was pathetic, pathetic.
2: People around your town must be pissed off right now because that was ugly <laughs> <They> as <wasn't> hell. <laughs> It was it was crazy, and just sitting here watching, I was in disbelief. I'm sure. I was in disbelief. Because <laughs> this is the series I was most wrong about. I thought I had – I think I picked Suns in five, mm. and I just thought they were the much better team. And They are. After, yeah, well, we after thought. first <laughs> – we, we thought, yeah, the first two games, you're like, okay, they took care of business at home. I expected the Mavericks to win game three. I'm like, okay, they're at home. Human nature is going to play with a more – of a desperate type feeling because they're down to a, one game at home. You got the crowd behind you. Okay. Mm-hmm. You win game three. I expected the Suns to take care of game four, but then they didn't show up again on the road. Like both games weren't really close game three. They had to fight a little bit, but game four wasn't really close game five. They come back home, blow Dallas out. I'm like, all right, cool. They've okay. They've got to recharge. They're a good team. They should win in game six on the road. And when they got blew out in game six, that's when I got worried. It's like yeah. I can see you guys losing there because you you know you're in Dallas, looking go crazy. Home team, role players play better on the road on the, at home, excuse me. All those things. But to just get blown out, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna be ready for game seven. I wonder if they took for granted having that home game. They're like, Oh, we could just go back home and win because we have home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Well, because but so then, actually, in Game Six, was just bananas. And Devin Booker and Chris Paul both were horrible in that game. So I was going to going into Game Seven. I was a little shaky on it. And even bet Dallas; they were plus five and a half. Even bet that because I knew it would be a close game. Well, I was wrong. It was <laughs> not a close game because Dallas absolutely just destroyed them. And I thought it would be like Dallas would play better and the Suns would play a little tight. The Suns couldn't be more tighter. Like you can tell from the opening <laughs> tip that they were not ready for this moment. It got to them. The fact that they didn't take care of Dallas earlier is what had them so tight in that game. Because they're like I said, most people are thinking like me: Phoenix and five, Phoenix and six. To get to a game seven, all the pressure's on you. You're the you're the team that's supposed to win this, and you can see it got to them. And I know Chris Paul now is reported that he was hurt. He still got to show up. He's on the court. He can't play like that for five straight games, four straight games. Games nope. three through seven, he was not there. If you're that hurt, get off the court because you're not helping us. You're not helping us when you're getting five, seven, and five, Chris Paul. got to be honest, all-time great point guard. His legacy is solidified, but this series is going to be the series that people use in arguments like, oh, is he over Isaiah Thomas? Isaiah Thomas would have never did this. <laughs> That's the type of things that people are going to say when you get into those those types of conversations because he's had other failures like this. So we definitely got to hold him accountable. Devin Booker, you're in your prime and you go out there after talking all the trash, all the things you see on social media was Devin Booker, making fun of Luka Dantich, talking trash to Jalen Brunson. He was talking cash trash to the series and then decides, well, I'm not going to show up in game six and seven. My team's going to get blown out by 30 plus two times in a row. When we have a chance to go to the conference finals, that's who you got to get the side eye to Devin Booker, Chris Paul, for sure. And the eight situation is weird too, but I think we're going to find out more about that as the offseason season goes.
0: Yeah. Well, bottom line is Phoenix is up two games to zero when they completely blew it by losing four out of the next five games. And that's yeah. what happened. So there you go. Nicky, do you have a preference? Would you like to see Miami or Boston or golden state or Dallas? Do you have a preference? But like, You'd like to see yeah. like the new blood Dallas Luca in there, you know, versus you know Boston, the upcoming new, probably yeah, best would probably team. be
1: a really good matchup. Yeah.
2: yeah. What what would you like to see D if you had to pick now? Ooh. so my pick is Boston Dallas. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. You're picking Dallas over Golden State, huh? Interesting. Yeah, going Mavs and six. All uh right. yeah, because um, before I get into like my whole breakdown of why I got to Mavs and Six. As far as the matchups that they have, Boston, Dallas would be interesting. Like you said, New Blood, two teams who haven't been there in a while. You get that, and then you get Tatum versus Luka, these these young guys, these young stars that they can brand the league around. So that's a really good one. Uh, But Golden State against Miami would be really good because then you have two veteran teams, right? Mm -hmm. You have Golden State still trying to prove that this core that's been together now for 10 years with Clay, Steph, and Draymond can still get it done, and you got Miami with all their veterans, Jimmy Butler, P.J. Tucker, Kyle Lowry, if he's back. You got the rest of that that team, they're all vets, right, outside of, like, Tylee Hero. This team is full of veteran players that have been going through the mud for a while, so I would love to see that type of matchup just to see two teams that know, like, we may not be back here next year. We can't take it for granted, so I think that would be a very interesting one. Uh, I'm trying to think. Boston Golden State would be a good one as well, but just not as sexy as up to.
0: I think that, yeah, I think whatever we end up with is going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be Miami Golden State, but I'm kind of Mm. rooting for the new blood matchup, to be honest with you. I'd rather see Dallas Mm. versus Boston. but um,
1: Wouldn't the league want to see that? Right, like you said, I mean, yes. be building yeah. this league around them
0: anyway. So without a doubt, because they want Luca and Luca yeah. to be the face of the league. Tatum, Giannis, those are your faces yeah. of the league for the next like yes. you know eight to ten years. So no doubt, that's what they're rooting for. They yeah. they don't want to see Miami in there. They've seen Miami yeah. enough already. So right. I'm with you. They definitely want Boston, and they they've seen enough of Golden State. And I know mm-hmm. Curry and Clay Thompson are huge draws, but so is Luca. And yeah, they want they want that for sure. And we may get that. So I'm kind of younger
1: fan base, too. You know what I mean? Baseball's problem. Right. They don't really engage like these younger kids. Like, literally. I mean, you got to think like, what's your demographic? Right. You want to get these young. Well, listen, I think you want to get everybody right. Boys and girls. But I think it's fair to say that you want to get these like teenage boys and then late teens, these guys in their 20s, like these kids like that is the, that's what the league is banking on. I feel like that's where baseball falls short. They just can't grasp that younger fan base. They can't No, get-
0: no, you're right. Because they're, you know, there's only so many old farts left. They're going to keep watching baseball until, you know, they're <laughs> dying. I mean, no offense over here. I mean, it's yeah. that, that's it. So yeah, they, they got to get, and you know, baseball is still a great game. They've made a lot of changes, which I don't like with throwing a man on second, um, you know, in in extra innings and stuff like that. It, there's a lot of stupid things that they shouldn't be doing, but they're trying to do it to get more people in, like you said, Nikki. But it's the wrong way to do it. They need to mm-hmm. show the faces of these players and yes. have them in commercials doing. Yes. Interesting Why don't they do, we do that? Right? They, because they suck in marketing. They have mm-hmm. no idea what the hell they're doing. They they're resting on their laurels from 1927 in the freaking. Game. <laughs> I mean, sure, you're,
1: right. you're right. Yeah. the is It's, a joke. Horrible. it's yeah. a
0: joke. It's an absolute joke. They don't, nobody knows anybody on any of these teams, unless you're a no. fan of them. Nobody knows anyone. And there were amazing, fantastic, incredible baseball players out there. They're amazing players and nobody knows because they cannot market the sport. You know, if we were doing freaking tomatoes and, you know, applause, that would definitely be tomatoes mm-hmm. right there, MLB. For sure. MLB
1: yeah. marketing team, you suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> sure.
1: We'll
0: be your hype team.
1: You're yeah,
2: right. nah, for sure. We definitely do a very good job of marketing yeah. you. So, you know, go ahead and give the third and three podcasts a chance to market you. You know, of course, there's a, a fee involved, but we'll yeah, go ahead and get, and get that done for well, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we
1: get, We'll give you a discount.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you have to
2: buy the it can't be any
1: money. worse, right? I guarantee yeah. you if we took over... I guarantee oh. you that some of these athletes would then start to be household names. Because right oh. now, like you said, Jay, they're not. Unless you're a fan no. of the team, that's it. Yeah. You don't know.
2: It, it's yeah, like, you crazy. know the name Mike Trout, but if Mike Trout just jumped into Zoom right now, you might not know it's Mike Trout. Like that's yeah. uh, <laughs> You can like, walk right by Mike
0: Trout on the street and be like, oh, that's a big guy. No, yeah. that's actually <laughs> the best fucking player in baseball, but you don't know it. You don't know it. <laughs> yeah. but isn't that you know
1: crazy? It. How do you have a product like that?
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's again, god-awful. It, it really it, it hurts. I
1: think the NBA is always, like, a little bit ahead of the times. So they're very progressive. They're forward-thinking. They handle yeah. social issues very well, I think, to the best of their ability. A lot of times, I feel like there's no right or wrong answer. And you try to make so many people happy that – you know, sometimes you just fall short. But I think the NBA is the model when it comes to the big four.
0: The NBA is definitely the model because they, they nail their target audience. Young kids yeah. who love yeah. basketball and all think they're going to be in the NBA. So they'll watch yes. every game. Football, that's the only thing basically in the world that speaks for itself. They don't ever have to run a commercial for the rest of their lives. And we'll watch football every single Sunday. There's no question about it. That's just one thing that runs itself. But, yeah, they still – do their marketing and whatever. It helps. You know, like women, uh, not women, some women started watching football because, oh, here's Tom Brady. He's so handsome. Let me see what he's And Not you, Nikki. Not you. You're a true not football. Me, not you at all. Not you. But there are a lot of people like that. So just saying. But anyway. But yeah. there
1: are a lot of women who are turned off by it. And I, and I get it because some of the, you know, the NFL has got different rules for different players where, Know, sure that's do. not great either. So, I just think the NBA is, you know, leaps and bounds ahead.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, and it, they, they keep it very exciting. They really, really do. Very exciting and such great players all over the place. It really is a joy to watch. A joy. Tonight, we got a game coming up, right? What time is the start, Dave? This game?
2: Uh, 12 minutes.
0: Nope. Yep, 12 minutes. So, yeah, perfect timing. So, enough to get a little food in the belly, give our shout outs, and uh, get that channel on over here and, Oh, God, i got to go to work in the morning. I think I may have to talk to the boss and be like, hey, got a game over here. I don't know. I'll see you a little bit later. I'll How many
1: sick days later. do I get? Yeah, right. you,
0: I, you know, I've only been in this job a short time, so I'm looking at like my time off, and I've accrued like one and a half sick days. I'm like, tomorrow sounds good.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm coming into work, boss. I don't know if you're watching or not, but no, I'll I'll be there. I will be there, no doubt. Plenty of stuff to do. But um, other than that, um, Nikki, what's going on lately? I know you've been talking about below deck, but I know there's a whole bunch of other stuff happening.
1: Yeah, below deck, of course. Uh, wrapped up Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion uh, part three was yesterday. We got Real Housewives of Beverly Hills tonight. Let's see. I did the full Monty Sports Show on Sunday. If you guys missed yeah. it, you can catch it on their YouTube YouTube channel. They you did were a great job. Nick. Nick. Yankees. Thank you. Giants. Um, yeah, we had a good time. I will be back on that show. Uh, Nathan and I are trying to um, hook up for this week. So I think Friday night I will be doing his show. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Nikki Nick 9384. Same on Instagram. And yes, yeah, same on TikTok. You guys can follow me there as well. Check out the 33 podcast promo video that I made, which, by the way, was my number one media tweet. So yes. congratulations yes. to us. And I think I'm going to do an article this week on my over-under predictions for every team. So look out for that.
0: Ah, all right. And the way that Nikki writes, you're going to freaking love it because she is <laughs> she is not your typical kind of writer. She's like she's talking at you. Like, here's what I think. Listen to what I'm telling you right now. Here's the way it's going. It's, it's great. She is an excellent writer who has not been taught professionally by anybody, and yeah. thank God because we get – the absolute rawness of it. And it's great. I love it. Yes. I love it. <laughs> yes. Oh man. Excellent stuff, Nikki. And D my man with your, your bets and the 48 freaking shows that you host, bro. What? I mean, yeah, I don't no. even know what to talk about. What's up, man.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yes. I am excited, man. Excited about what I'm doing as far as just getting content out there, Uh, first place, 33podcast.com, NBA articles, boxing articles, some football articles definitely will be coming soon for me as well, so go ahead and go to 33podcast.com, not for just my writing, but like Jason mentioned, Nikki's crazy style that definitely (laughs) just hits you in the face with her words, Jason, with all the information on his articles as well, just you get three different styles that all mesh well together on the site, so please go check it out. Uh, my podcast is called The Real Deal with Damian Adams. Just recently dropped the episode on Mondays, the NBA episode breaking down all the series we had in the second round, and then going ahead and preview the conference finals as well, with my thoughts on James Harden in the 76s situation as well, in there mm. for sure. So go check that out. But my social media is right there. If you are listening, it's the real deal. W, D, A, that's the real deal. WS and whiskey, D as in delta, A as in alpha. That's where you get the real deal bets. It could be anywhere, right? It could be TikTok where me and Nikki are now following each other. Yeah. It could be, it can, it can be Instagram. It could be Twitter. It can be anywhere. Depends on. I could do a post. I may make a video, but you'll get some real deal bets. Yesterday, I was this close, this close to hitting an eight-leg parlay. Oh. But I had the under on Jalen Brown at 23 and a half. He got 24. Uh, with some oh, my time, oh, my God. <laughs> man.
1: Oh, man. <laughs>
2: so that wow. that killed my late Carly.
1: I know. He's so it. good at it. Derby, real deal derby bets. We have
2: to get it next <laughs> Yeah, year. right?
1: No, that's very
2: I impressive. feel like once I do derby Best, that's where my credibility is going to go out the window. So we're <laughs> yeah. Get, okay. we're get it to you know. Give to you know. to you know. So that's where you, you get the real deal bets. Is on any social media. You can follow me anywhere. Twitter is where I'm most active and talking most of the time. I live tweet the games and I live tweet fights. So go ahead and check me out on there as well. But you'll get some videos and stuff on TikTok as well. So go follow me there. You will
0: never, ever, ever find me on TikTok. I am way too old for that shit. I couldn't start it in a million years. I have an Instagram account, and I don't know what the hell to do with it. So <laughs> I ain't on that shit. But I, I figured out Twitter a little while ago, so I'm still good on that. I'm at profit one That's the number one. My name is Jason Fearman, co-host of this unbelievable show with these unbelievable people, Thank you, guys. Again, you make my Wednesday nights so much better. And I want to give a shout-out to L.A. Broaddus and Courtney Harden, who joined me on the Power of 32 podcast last night, where we went over a lot of good football stuff. We did talk NBA. And, yeah, L.A. did say that um, he likes uh, Jimmy Butler also right now. And as of this moment, he may be playing the best. Is he the best player in the playoffs? Maybe not necessarily. But we have a lot of playoffs to go. We'll find out who will be in the finals probably in a couple weeks from now. I expect both of these games to go pretty long. But, D., Picking the underdog Mavericks. Go read about it at third and three podcasts when you got a minute. All right, guys, we'll be back next Wednesday. What are we going to talk about? I don't know, but we'll have fun. That much I can tell you. So for now, Nikki, wave him out. Bye. Peace. We'll see you next time.